Hey fam, welcome to the show. This week's episode is brought to you by Vision by Dreamers. On this week's episode, we have Tommy Orona, who just ran for Diamond Bar City Council. Tommy gave us insight about his political education and his experience in public service. We discussed topics ranging from Christian values amongst today's education system, politics, and allowing God to work through you versus you working without him. Check this out. All right, I'll you, start in prayer. Yeah, yeah, why don't you pray this time? Dear God, thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord. And I pray for each one of us that we would be able to set aside things that are distractions or any anxieties that may show up. I ask, Lord, that you would forgive us for any shortcomings we have in our lives and that you would use this conversation that we have, Lord, for people and for us with one another. And I thank you for this opportunity, and I thank you for Tommy coming today and for the things that you're doing in his life, the things you've put in his heart and the efforts he's put in to, to stand up for what he believes in. And I ask you bless those efforts. And I thank you so much for this opportunity, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Redeem Podcast episode 20. 20. Bro. You're 20. Oh, that's, that's, a, 20. Yeah. that's a good uh, one, yeah. dude. 2020. Yeah. Wow. We have with us Tommy Orona. Tommy, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How doing was your day today, bro? Let's see. My day, I, I got a haircut today. so Real know, fresh. I, I was like, this you guy know? is just clean, yeah. bro. I was like, I felt like it, a it, caveman it right now. It wasn't 100% for the podcast, but okay. maybe a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I had to give you guys some love with the haircut. It was partly for the quarantine partly. that's going to go down right now. Uh, I was nervous like, about that, oh. yeah. Better get it in before they shut us down again. Oh, no, I got a haircut. Got a... What else did I do? Today? New, a uh, new sweater? No, it's actually not new. The shirt's new, though. Okay. But, but yeah, no, the sweater, the sweater I've had for... I dig that style, yeah. by, by the way. Thanks. It's a perfect, sweater. like, it's kind of chilly. Yeah, but yeah. you don't oh, really yeah. want to put on something that's going to get you hot instantly. I, I run warm, so this was perfect for me. Oh, looks good, dude. You're I honestly good. can't remember what I did today. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not too productive of a day. Was, uh, that's funny. Yeah, kind of laying around. What did I do today? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, uh, you recently <clears throat> ran for, for city council of Diamond Bar. <clears throat> Why don't you talk a little bit about your background in that? <clears throat> Sure. One second. <clears throat> well, yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I grew up in Diamond Bar, right? So I've lived, I've lived there since I was 10 years old, mm-hmm. which is, <clears throat> excuse me, like, uh, 18 years now, uh, about, yeah. So 28, um, I played sports there. I, you know, have my two, I have three siblings, so two older brothers and then a younger sister. And they all went to the same school. We all went to Diamond Ranch High School, yeah, okay. for, for high school. But uh, I was actually, I grew up in the um, Christian uh, private school system. Oh. So in South, actually here in Walnut, uh, South Lens Christian School. Oh, cool. Yeah, they used to be Walnut. I think they moved to Roland Heights now or something. But uh, the campus, it was off Brea Canyon Cutoff Road. Mm-hmm. Um, that was our church and our school, actually. So that was like my second home there. I, I, I mean, Spent literally. A lot of time oh, there. yeah. From kindergarten to eighth grade, I was there. Mm um i have to this day i have some of my be- my best friends are from that school that okay. i went to mm. um there and but uh so even while before i lived in diamond bar when we lived in west covina um i went to that school and then um when we moved to diamond bar again all the way up till eighth grade so what is that like 13 14 years old mm-hmm. uh i was at the private school uh and then in high school is when i took that uh transition to public school is that so, something you wanted to do uh, I did at the time, yeah, because both my older brothers had already moved into the high school. Mm. Um, kind of wanted to go where they were going, 
plus uh, wrestling was a big deal. Mm. You know, I'm a former wrestler, and being uh, that the private school didn't have wrestling, and uh, both both my brothers were wrestling. I wanted to wrestle, and uh, that was probably the main reason I wanted to go uh, and to go to that school. And uh, so yeah, so I did that. But um, so anyway, went to high school there. I've stayed local. I've lived, you know, went to Mount Sac, and mm-hmm. then went to Cal Poly Pomona. And uh, to answer your question, I was. I can get deep with this or just on the surface. Yeah, I'll go surface. Let's go, let's go, go, deep. All the way. go surface and then deep first. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I I knew right from high school like uh, that I wanted to get my college degree in political science. Why? Uh, I just had an interest. Uh, mm. Okay, why? This is, <laughs> this is yeah, something that go. I've only told like a few people. It's going to sound a little corny, but uh, the 2000 election, which ironically is really mirroring this election right now that we're going through, where if if you remember, I was eight years old. I think this was yeah twenty years ago, mm-hmm. um, and uh, there wasn't a winner for like two weeks. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, the Supreme Court had to rule. Uh, there was lawsuits. Right, uh, Al Gore conceded, and he took back his concession. It was a big right. a big mess with all that. And uh, I don't know why, but I was just so intrigued as a kid. I didn't get all of it, of course, you know, but I just knew that there's like. Uh, a red and a blue side. <laughs> I remember that too. Yeah. Oh, I, how, how old are you again? I was eight. No, how old are you uh, currently right oh, now? Oh, 28. 28. Okay, because yeah. I'm 29 and I felt like you sharing that story. I was like, you know what? I remember that yeah. thing in like second, third grade, like that kind of happening. I was like, dude, I remember some of my friends talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, and I just remember on my own, I did like a, what you would expect, like a little school project. I made, I, I think I got it from a magazine my parents had laying around. Now, keep in mind, my parents weren't super political. They weren't people who, like, they voted, but they weren't, like, uh, where you talk about politics at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Now they are, but that, that wasn't them back then. Like, growing up, not at all. But, uh, and I knew who they wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew they were going to vote for George W. Bush. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I knew that's, like, the guy they were pulling for. But mm-hmm. I didn't. Other so you than come that, from a conservative family. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. But again, it wasn't something, like, that was, like, instilled in us. Like, oh, you know, gotcha. we're Republicans. Or we, you know, it, it was more of, like, Oh yeah, like they're more Christian, so we're gonna vote for them. Got you. But um, anyway, I, w- I was seeing that uh, I I made like this magazine thing that I, I cut out like George Bush and uh, fun fact that was the first year that they ever did the colors, the blue and the red. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Right. So a little a little fun fact there. So I was like, so Republicans being red, Democrats being blue, right? That's interesting. And I, I did this like construction paper thing where I put George Bush and all like. Again, I didn't write most of it. I was like cutting it out. And I like used like glue and mm-hmm. glued it and had him on one side and it, it said things about him, you know, governor of Texas and this and that. And then Al Gore, vice president and just had like all the and I don't know why I just I did that all on my own. Mm-hmm. I wish I still had it, but I remember it in my head, like doing that mm-hmm. and showing like my mom and stuff. And um, I just took an interest to it. Like, oh, who's going to be president? And, you know, I do believe God put something in in me then. And I was eight years old, just mm. an, an, an interest or an intrigue towards politics. Mm. And uh, that I don't, I, I definitely didn't fully realize then. I, I, I'm still realizing it now. But mm. um, so, so anyway, you know, end up going to uh, Supreme Court and George Bush's, to make things weirder, his brother was actually governor of Florida, which was the deciding state. Wow. So it was, yeah, it was real. Like if you think about it, and so it, it does like, while well, now with this whole, Trump, you know, looking like they're calling Biden the winner, but he's he's uh, not conceding and he's saying that there was fraud and these different mm-hmm. elections and these different states. And 
they're going to lawsuits. So it's it's kind of come full circle with what got me into politics. So now in this election where I actually ran myself. But um, anyway, yeah, so I kind of grew up with that interest. Uh, I knew from high school I wanted to to do just to study it. I actually thought I wanted to be a high school teacher and go teach like American government in high school. Once I saw what they get paid, I was like, never mind. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> changed my mind kind of on that one. But um, and uh, yeah, so I just went from there to um, let's see. I mean, I graduated uh, 2016 uh, from college, took about, you know, a couple of extra years goofing around at Mount Zach. But I got done at Cal Poly, got my bachelor's degree in political science. And um I still wasn't positive which route I wanted to go. Most people go to the, uh, I'm going to go work for a congresswoman or a congressman or, mm. or something like that, you know, uh, which is great. It actually does get you connected and it can get you... Shaking but, hands and yeah, meeting people. Yeah, meeting people, sure. Mm. But uh, often that's for if you want to be like a behind-the-scenes player. Like gotcha. you're definitely a political operative. You're in the world of politics and in some ways you could probably do meet more people or, or mm. make even more things happen, but... I always knew I kind of wanted to be like a candidate at some point. Mm. And some of those people do end up running. Um, but most, I would say, don't. They kind of tend to move up. They might become a campaign manager. Gotcha. And then mm. move up to maybe they ran a congressional So they campaign. become a part of the machine, but they don't necessarily become like a front runner. Yeah. As, okay. Because for one, it's very few pe- people who actually want to go do that or have. I could see uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> and for a lot of reasons. But um, so anyway, I. That never really fully interested me. I was like, okay, that's cool, but I don't see myself like wanting to do that. So I wasn't. I wasn't doing anything though. I wasn't getting involved. I mean, I was working in, you know. No, uh, in, in the school system with poli sci, if you, that's like you're getting your bachelor's in it, did you see like there was a tendency to lean red or blue throughout that? Or was in the it school? pretty, yeah, or was it like pretty like neutral with it? Oh, like as far as the professor's point yeah. of view? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen the movie 300? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know the scene when they're, there's like three or four Spartans back to back and they're surrounded by like a million Persians? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it's like being a conservative <laughs> in, in the college. Dude. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it, it's, it's rough. It's, yeah. And it's, I'm sure it's even worse now, but it's, uh, once you come out, it's, you know, you like come out as a Republican or a conservative. <laughs> and, uh, the more, especially if you're a conservative Republican, like, a, like actually, because there's Republicans who aren't okay, like yeah, yeah. but I'm I'm for gay marriage. Like okay, mm. then they're not gonna like totally hate your guts. They're gonna just like look at you a little like oh, okay, you know. Mm. But you know, but if you're like no, I'm I'm conservative. Like I believe marriage is between a man and a woman. I believe you know, um, whatever. Like for Trump, forget it. Like you like Trump, then you're yeah. you're done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was graduating the year Trump was running for. So I graduated in June oh, 2016 wow. when he was running for president. So there was a lot of a lot of hatred there. I um, bet. A lot of uh, professors who maybe beforehand you didn't know their political leaning. Uh, well, it, it came out, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay, so you are very liberal, you know. I, I um, but uh, yeah, no, it was. I had one buddy, and we're still good friends to this day. But he, uh, <laughs> he's conservative as well. Um, but he's more, what's the word? Um, a little more outspoken, I guess, on on the way he he doesn't he doesn't watch the way he comes off. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't care if he rubs people the wrong way. So he removes yeah. some of his diplomacy and yeah. he just hits it hard with yeah. what he thinks he hits or it how hard, he feels. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a very smart guy. I mean, he's smarter than me. Very very intelligent guy. Uh, he went to law school after he just graduated like last year, but he would just he would just like hit people with and it, the the more factual he was, the more upset they would get. Mm. You know, and then 
So he and I were kind of doing this like good cop, bad cop, like conservative thing, but we were just constantly <laughs> getting like it's kind of funny. Yeah, called like bigot or the f word or or, oh, wow. or yeah. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. So it was even we had other friends who were who are liberals and they would just kind of like laugh or keep quiet, but um, yeah, I I think we emboldened a couple like closet conservatives though. For sure. Mm. Yeah, because a couple of people ended up finally because I was in a ridiculous class like women and gender and politics or something you know like uh i say ridiculous because like there was it was a class about like a whole class on transgender and gender and i mean it says women in politics is kind of misleading it wasn't about like oh famous women in politics like that's kind of cool it wasn't that it was like a movement yeah it was more about like oh if you want to be um just talking about gender like preferences and stuff and and more of that route you know mm -hmm, and yeah. so um we just would like kind of clown in that class and like make fun of like the and, and the professor we had a good relationship with. So he would try to like keep the class like civil and then my buddy would say something and and then tick him off and then somebody else would say something. So it became this like very interesting, uh, fun class. That we a lot of banter, a lot oh, of like, yeah. okay. Yeah, That's a lot of banter. Now, I'm kind of curious just because I'm listening to your story. Um, do you, do you, do you enjoy, um, the ruffling of the feathers kind of conversations. Is that something that you like, uh, do you, you know what I'm asking you? Like, you know, some people I know they are a little bit debative by nature. They're like, they, they had that kind of tendency. We were kids together or whatever. Yeah. And so then when they get into an opportunity to make that their life, they love it. Right. And then yeah. it's just about how much information they learn to be able to back up where they stand. Now, is that, do you enjoy that as well? Or is your approach to politics, different than that like uh i don't know i mean i think that somebody else should answer that question of who knows me but i i think i'm definitely not like my friend that i mentioned he, he's totally that way i can see yeah, a line I mean, in the sand that yeah, you're kind of drawing between yeah, you and him he's totally that way and and we need people like that but Absolutely. but uh but he i think he enjoys it a little more and and whether it's a debate or it's just an interesting conversation or it's kind of that in between, like we're not debating, we're not just talking, we're kind of disagreeing. But mm -hmm. whatever it is, he likes all of that. Um, mm -hmm. I think he like loves that. Uh, I'm gotcha. going to say I'm not like that. I don't run from it either, though. Um, and it depends on the circumstance, right? You know, I just recently when I was campaigning, you know, there was this like old Vietnam vet guy that was all you know grumpy and big Democrat. And when mm -hmm. when he asked me what party I was, you know, it's I'm running for a nonpartisan office, but you know, I'm not going to, some people really press like, oh, but what are you, you know? Mm -hmm. like, okay. I'm Republican. Oh, well, I wouldn't vote for you anyway. You know? Oh, okay. Well, have a good day, sir. Yeah. You know? And then, uh, but he wanted to, he wanted to keep talking to me and uh, okay, that's fine. And, uh, out of respect, you know, he's a veteran. He's in his, you know, uh, I don't know. I've had to get his seventies at least, you know, older guy and, you know, I want to be respectful. So I'm going to treat that so you went, you went soft on him. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. And then he kept pushing, though, and he wasn't exactly being the most respectful, not to me, but, like, to... He knows where I stand politically, and he's willing to, like, trash on it, right? right and and, right. and so I was like, okay, I'm going to have to throw back a couple punches, but so I kept... So you busted it, out your big guns. No, not the big guns. No, <laughs> just, a, just a little, just a little bit, just to, like, put a little shield up, uh -huh. you know, but I... Like, well, kind of, I don't know about that. What about this? Kind of like, I was gotcha. treating it like that. But if it was someone like our age, yeah, I definitely would have would have been a different uh, temperament, you know. I remember the first time I, I felt like I was really getting attacked for my 
kind of like views on something that was sort of political. Well, it's, it's in politics. And that was right at the 2008 election. Obama was running, or he just became president at the time. And I remember being in this class and this guy just asked me, because I somehow I was there having a conversation. Mm -hmm. He asked me, he's like, hey, so are you for prop? I think it was eight about the mm -hmm. gay marriage yeah. at the time. And um, I basically told him I was either yes or no towards marriage between husband or wife. Yeah. Like I told him, I was like, no, I believe marriage is between a husband and wife. I think that was one of the tricky ones. It was like, if you vote yes, it's you don't want it's it. It's against <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. But right. anyway, go on. Yeah. And he told me, and at that point he was like, oh, so you're not secure with your sexuality then? And I was like, no, like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine with my sexuality. And he's like, he's like, then why did you have a problem with, uh, homosexual is getting married and then all of a sudden like I don't know what came over him but he pushed me he physically? pushed me physically oh, pushed me oh, wow. and I sat down into my chair and then we both kind of looked at each other and he just looked at me he goes I'm so sorry <laughs> and like he realized like he just emotions overwhelmed him and yeah. he like responded and I was like what the heck is going on dude yeah. like I'm I'm a kid in high school <laughs> like why why are kids pushing me right now yeah, you know yeah. and that was the first time and I think it's just gotten worse dude oh it's definitely gotten worse yeah, yeah. I had a girl that I was uh um acquaintances with in college and then there was um one girl was doing a, like a goodbye thing because she was moving I think she was going to do grad school um in England or something and uh so uh, a couple of my good buddies from college and I, we went, we went and, uh, we were just kind of hanging out and, uh, in the living room, she was, uh, lack of better word, kind of like a loner. She was like sitting alone and, and uh, and there was people near her, but she was kind of sitting just by herself. And I was like, Oh, Hey, you know, what's up? You know, how you doing? And so we were just, we we're talking a little bit and we got in like a really great conversation. And, and, uh, I, I don't remember the details, but it was, I know it was about God and, and I, I knew she was, either atheist or agnostic or one of those. And, uh, um, I didn't like lead her to Christ, but I, it definitely like a seed was planted and it mm. was like, good, you know? And, um, and, uh, she responded very positively. And I think I saw her a couple more times, like, and then before like graduation. And then, uh, and, uh, I noticed that, you know, when you can kind of tell you like formed a little bond with somebody, sure. you know? Yeah. Mm. And, uh, um, but she's like hardcore left, like Bernie, you know, Sanders and all that. Right. And so, um, I remember when Trump won the election, I just posted like, Hey, what a, a great night for like freedom and this and that. Mm. Right. You know, not like insulting anyone or not even like rubbing in anyone's face, just, you know, and, uh, just a respectful post for the candidate I wanted to win. And, um, she like messaged me and like cussed me out and mm. was just like real like nasty. And I, yeah. and I was, you know, I was always very polite to this well i try to be to most people but mm -hmm. I, I again i like felt like there was something spiritual for her so i sure. was like trying to you know reach out and wow um and she just like responded like with all this like hate online i was just like okay you know like well have a nice day mm -hmm. you know like uh, you, yeah. you can't really do anything at that point but um i think certain people on the some on the right but more on the left definitely they view politics as a religion to mm. them it's kind of a way of life and it if you notice now it's if you personal. guys yeah we're all about the same age so if you notice back 10 he's 15 a little, I'm a little he's, he's old about, about i'll be <laughs> yeah, generous yeah. with the about yeah <laughs> <laughs> well then you can have even more to to say on this but um if you think about it from when we were like young enough to remember or even 
if you studied it at all before we were even born, you can, you know, like it didn't permeate every aspect of life, mm-hmm. um, politics that is, and yep. uh, which religion should, right? That's, you know, definitely as a Christian and, or you see even like a good, um, a good Buddhist or a good, uh, you know, someone who practices Islam, like they're going to um, let that affect every area of their lives, right? So I right. think Christians can kind of learn that from other religions. Like, man, they really take their their uh, religion seriously like they yeah. they do you know anyway what i'm saying is for politics um i don't think it should be that way and uh but it's becoming more and more like that um and i think we're seeing how it's a negative thing but the people on the left for them when they take out god right you remove um anything to do with god uh, out of the picture right and you replace it with government um, you're gonna, it's a religion. You're going to get a Yeah, it's a religion mm. to them. And so they might not, they're not going to go out and say that. Like, yeah, my religion is, you know. Yeah, because they have but, no reason to tie those thoughts together. But we can see psychologically that that's what they've replaced as a religion in their life. Yeah. Their belief system, their ideas of no, what humanity. I, and absolutely. And, and the way they, that way that guy like shoves you, like the reason it's so, like, before it was like, oh, okay, left, right, like, mm. yeah, higher taxes, lower taxes. Uh, He's passionately he, invested. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're a little more, you know, loose with your social preferences. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm more like, no, I'm going to stick to what, you know, what the Bible says or whatever. It mm. wasn't like this huge, like, divide of, you know, we're just completely enemies or this, you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, mm. uh, I think now it's like the reason it's like, one of the reasons it's like so filled with hate, it's like you're going against like their, their whole reason for being, like mm. they're... The worldview, their, their worldview, yeah, yeah, their their life, and and it's kind of mm. like you know, which is why I also advocate on the other side now, though. And uh, you might disagree with me, but as Christians, I think we have to get involved. Like I think we have to stand up and mm. vote. Yeah, of course, pray. Of course, live a good Christian uh, uh, life and be that um, mm. light and model to people. But you have to, we have this very rare privilege in this country to vote and to be politically active and to actually choose who our leaders are going to be. Like, mm-hmm. that's a crazy mm-hmm. concept, right? Yeah. So I don't think we should, like, hide that under the under a table. And no, like, I agree oh, you know, you. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. you know, or even, you know, well, yeah, that guy's totally for everything I believe, but he's kind of rude and I don't like his tweets. You know, it's like, okay, well, you know. We begin filtering somebody spiritually, um as to whether or not you can get behind them politically, right? You're talking about, yeah, I've yeah. seen that where, you know, um, let's just break the wall down real quick. Like people will um, talk about the the character of like Donald Trump, right? The way he like carries arrogance or pride yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And say, well, that's, uh, that's not fruit of Christianity, the humility that comes in a person. So then just write off, everything that they're standing for in line with what he's standing for because they're constantly being bombarded by uh, a liberal perspective, which right now with cancel culture is to filter everybody through their political correctness with the the way that they can socially make people feel accepted or whatever. So as soon as you get any person, even, even comedians are in danger right now, um, oh, big danger! Yeah, yeah, because if they say something that's offending the wrong people, I mean, you could offend the right people all day long, but if you offend the wrong people, like you're going to get canceled. Comedy right? so. is—it's supposed to be offensive. Uh, no, that's what's funny. As is, <laughs> as is the gospel, by the way. But yeah, but comedy—I mean, uh, it, it offensive, like not to where. I mean, sure, you could. I don't think there should be a limit on free speech, right? Mm. So if you're going to say something completely obscene and and 
gross. You know, I mean, I, I think you have that freedom to do it for sure. I'm probably Even not going to yeah, be you your friend, but right, yeah, right. but you know, but yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Um, as long as you're not, you know, breaking law, you're not making threats or things mm. that are then illegal, you know? Um, mm. but for comedians, right? Like you're up there. That's, that's an act Like you're doing a yeah. stage, you know, mm -hmm. whether you really believe it, you don't really believe it. It's completely fake. doesn't matter. You won't really ever know too, unless you yeah, know the person personally. It's but. like actors. Like if somebody's gonna play the role of Hitler, doesn't mean he's Hitler. Yeah, That's but his, we're getting there yeah, though. We are. We're, we're right. getting there. I've mm. seen. I mean, I wish I can remember what it was, but where somebody, uh, they were giving a, well, some actor crap for playing a uh, not Hitler, but like a Hitler-like yeah. character. You yeah, know? they like, they came I'll, after Shia LaBeouf recently because they thought he was playing a Mexican, but it turns out the character he's playing wasn't even a Mexican actor. I mean character yeah but as soon as it was released because he kind of looks like a cholo in the mm -hmm. film i didn't see the movie but uh -huh. recently he got attacked for that reason and it was like dang like we're, we're getting in this weird place where i mean you literally can be like attacked yeah oh yeah for the, something the you didn't even cultural think about appropriation stuff yeah. is mm -hmm. out of control yeah i mean like you can't even i don't know if you guys saw tropic thunder back in 2008 oh yeah blackface oh, uh, dude yeah. i yeah. love robert that, Dine oh, jr that, that movie is how he got a pass on that i don't know hilarious like, yeah well that's the thing it's just different time yeah. so again i am also a movie buff i worked at a movie Me theater too. for over eight years okay yeah. i love movies I, we I, like movies yeah. too yeah <laughs> i didn't I, all of a sudden this became a movie podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i love movies so i i watched uh way too many movies for free Me too. i was um, an actor before oh were you yeah oh nice yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing I, big dude i did play production and stuff like okay that. yeah i did some like acting for churches and um i've done a couple i've done a couple extra stuff oh, but cool. yeah that'd be one of my dream jobs if uh, i could just yeah. like get placed but i'm not gonna like interesting yeah. go pursue it because nice. that's a hard life and now <laughs> before we derail too far there's something that came up a little while ago that i think it's worth like uh digging into a little bit um so you, you mentioned um, a person that you uh, had ministered to and they kind of were receptive. And then all of a sudden, when they heard about your political views, you're talking about this young lady and then how she just called that cussed you out. And so that, that brings up a, a sort of hot topic, um, not hot topic, but something that I think rolls around in the curiosity of a lot of Christians. Right mm -hmm. now, first, I just want to say kind of where I stand on some of this stuff and, and what God's been speaking to me about it lately so forgive me for the rabbit trail. I'm about to go no, on a little fine. bit. So, um, so one of the things that I've been uh, I've witnessed happen is um, people can have all kinds of crazy ideas pre-Christ. Their ideas on you know what a relationship is. You have people that will preach like you can't marry somebody until you've lived with them. That's how all whatever yeah, things right. they've come up with. Like right, somebody's told them this is a good idea. Their grandma said it's the way it should be. Whatever it is, and they bring it in as like philosophy of life right yeah. they'll be like oh dude you can't you know and they have all these ideas and then you know to try to convince them to change their views pre-christ is is a difficult challenge not undoable but it's difficult right. but you see when christ comes into a person's life then all of a sudden the standards that they believe are right and wrong begin to shift and i've seen many people my wife is one of them who was formerly um, a super left, like um, even to the point of like socialism and a little bit of communism and reading books about that yeah. to, to becoming born again. And then, oh, and then over the course of like the next couple of years, 
then beginning to see her worldview, filtering her worldview to other people, other things. Now, me, I was raised in a conservative home because mm-hmm. my dad's a Marine, and you're talking multiple generations of United States Marines, right? So that that's that's the way I was always raised. So I, I sort of have understood, like, okay, I'm preaching the gospel to people. Let the gospel penetrate their heart and change them. But unfortunately that you can't just purposefully try to cover stuff up and not talk about stuff right yeah. in the name of i want to win people to christ right? right and like you said right now also there's another conviction showing up which is the desire not only to stand for what i believe in but to be vocal about what's right right not just what i religiously believe but what's right for our country what's right for this land for the people of this country for you know and so here's here's something that the lord's been putting in my heart lately dude um and that is i'm not a pushy person there were times in my life because i'm a good communicator or because i'm uh uh I have the skill of communication or talking to people that I got put into circles with other people like your friend you mentioned earlier who enjoys like enjoys brushing like and I dig watching that by the way I agree with you 100% that they're a necessity I think they are a necessity in the body of believers and in the United States of America and in just like groups of people in general you need these personality types but it, it took years for me to realize that I was being put into positions with circles like that because of my communication skills when I really never wanted to be a combative, like I wanted to be able to give a, an answer for the faith that lies within, but I never right. wanted to be like that guy who shows up to like, Oh dude, let me stick my buddy on someone concerning our faith or our, our right. doctrines or whatever. Um, However, the next thing was to sway too hard. Once I realized I didn't want to be an argumentative person, just trying to ruffle feathers, the next chapter that the Lord had to minister to me was when I began to sway too far the other direction, which is I'm not going to argue with anybody. I just want to love them and tell them, yeah, tell them that Jesus loves them and that knowing that once they get to follow Jesus, their, their hearts will start to change about what they believe in. And then I found myself hiding truths mm-hmm. right like like being in a group of people that all hate uh republicans and them saying like you know what i mean and then just being like yeah i know what you mean you know yeah. like just for the sake of i don't want to do that like what i was once forced in these circles to debate and argue people yeah. because i could do it right not because it was my nature and more recently the lord has had to show me like hey it all boils down to truth mm. Right. And so this is what makes this conversation for me important having it with you is because the world has a lot of people who are playing the game. You you see this. I see tel- intelligence in you. I'm listening to you talk. I'm I'm considering this world you've been in and things you're surrounded with. There's there's not a limit of people who are willing to play the game for either side. In fact, there's some people that are so good at fencing, they'll for the heck of it choose the opposite side just to show Mm. how good they are at what they do, right? Right. And so the world isn't short of people who can play the game, the political game like the... But what the world is short of is people with deep-rooted integrity 
and heavy conviction for what's right. Yeah. In spite of their natural tendency to either ruffle feathers or anti to, to be passive and love people and just whatever their nature is, is off the table when it's coupled against their integrity and their deep rooted conviction to say what's true and what's right. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing that I pray for all the time. Yeah. You talk about love and truth and that is something for me right now that is constantly getting, okay. So I, I teach at a church. Okay. We started a church. He's a, he's a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, weird. I teach at a church. I it's weird for me to say that stuff. Yeah. And I come across people who are struggling people who are serving in ministry and I love these people and I come across situations where I have to say, Hey man, like I I need you to like check yourself. And for me, there's that tendency to, to want to be nice. And then on the flip side, sometimes there's like the, I could get kind of crazy sometimes I think, (laughs) and just be like very cut and dry. And then I have to ask God to give me that discernment. And one of the phrases that, I've been taught, which I love, is truth without love is brutality, and love without truth is hypocrisy. Hmm. And I think that for all of the believers in our lives, as we are walking with our family members, coming down Thanksgiving, uh, friends, people we come across, I think we have to have that stance. Um, you know what? We just lost a camera right now. <laughs> At least that's going to plug good. it in right now. Um, so I think, Tommy, what you're doing is, is just that, is you are someone who's standing up with truth. And to thank God, though, that you have Jesus in your life to give you that, that love at the same time. Um, I kind of want to, before we go too far, because I want to ask a lot about your political views. Sure. I want to ask, um, kind of getting back on with where, where you went from poli sci bachelor's degree to running for the yeah. city of diamond yeah, sure. bar a little bit about that background okay yeah um so so like i was saying earlier i, w- I had a um, a period so i was working at the movie theater i was there probably a couple years too long i was i graduated college at this point and i'm like you know kind of actually i had i had met my ex at the time i uh, and she was my first girlfriend mm-hmm. and i was 24 you know mm-hmm. so and then she lived uh, out of state so um i we'd fly back and forth to see each other and so while i wasn't like didn't totally forget about like what i wanted to do for a career or what i was you know my goals are because i talked about them a lot but that was just the thing i was just like kind of like talking and then i got distracted with you know a new relationship mm-hmm. and um um anyway i i mean i ended up learning like the lord taught me so much through that relationship um, but so I can see why, you know, but at the time, you know, it's like, if you, it's always like what you should be doing at a certain time, you know? Mm-hmm. And so maybe you could, could have had an easier route or you could have gotten <laughs> to where you want to be four years sooner or, you know, um, I was like, I wasn't really focused on what I felt like I'm called to do or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I finally started like just researching, like, you know, I was in like coffee bean on my laptop and I'm like, well, you know what, who are these people that become president, you know? And I was looking and uh, I'm like, okay, well, Trump, you know, 
multi-billionaire, you know, like celebrity. Yeah, he's not know. jumping through the same uh, hoops. No, exactly. Else. So yeah. I'm like, okay, like the, the skip, you know, like, I, you know, unless I get a billion dollars right now, like I, that's not really too relevant to me. Like how can I, I, I got to do it the way Trump did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm like, okay, well, Obama, you know, uh, you know, I have my whole beliefs on how certain things happen with him, but he came out of nowhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was like looking at him and I'm like, well, how did he get started? How did he get started? As a young man, he was a, a community organizer, which I'm still trying to figure out what that is exactly. But in uh, Chicago, he was just, no, but on, seriously, he was, he was just, <laughs> a little, that was a little joke. Yeah. Um, he was, he was just getting involved in his community and, and he was known. Right. And, uh, and he started there and then he went to be, again, it, for him, every jump was like really big though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he went from that to, um, I think to be a U.S. senator, which mm-hmm. is like a, a massive. I yeah. mean, that's like the next step before yeah. president, you know, which right. it was for yeah. him. You know? Like, yeah, I made a single, and then all of a sudden I'm on like the MTV awards. Yeah, <laughs> in your day, you know, you got a Grammy. You're like, oh shoot, you know, yeah, it's like that exactly. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of his route. So I'm like, while it's not totally hard, like it's a good way, but I'm like, he just the luckiest guy on earth, you know. He went mm-hmm. from he didn't even do half of a term, one term of a senator. Like, he was literally a senator for, like, two and a half years or something really? before he got president. Or maybe three. Don't wow. quote me. I, I, barely half of a term. And, um, because it's a six-year term, so I'm like, yeah. And, yeah. um... We'll have Max fact-checked. Yeah, fact check, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg's doing that right now. But, so, What's anyway, up, Mark? We know you're listening. <laughs> we know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But, um, so anyway, um, I'm, I'm my long way to answer your question. No, but, do it. Uh, I was, I was like, okay, that's kind of, I'm going to shelve that one. And then, um, uh, I went to Bush again, not too applicable. Daddy was, you know, president. He's already. in the bloodline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and so I'm like, kind of, okay, scratch Clinton, you know, uh, believe it or not was like, okay, you know, um, as far as I know, he didn't have like, he kind of, he went to. Uh, law school was very active, like in his lo- like local, uh, I think Arkansas is where he's from, mm. you know, and he, um, again, not everything's going to be exact, you know, but a lot of them, most of them I would just start. So I kept going and, and like, they, a lot of them just mainly got started and I didn't look only at presidents too, though. That's where I really started getting more of, um, cause it was the faith factor of like, okay, God, like you can take me however high you want this to go. For sure. But part of the way he does that is by putting these curiosities in your mind. Yeah. Out, right. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. And so, so I, but I realized with the presidents, I wasn't just, I was, I wasn't like going nowhere, but I'm like, okay, I need to broaden my research a little bit. So let me just look at my local congressman or, or, um, or assemblywoman or whatever, like how right. are they doing it? And, and, uh, almost all of them start like locally, like Mm. wherever they lived, you know, like, Oh, you're from Walnut. Okay. You get involved in Walnut, you know? And, um, so I was looking and I was looking at my, my, uh, well actually Diamond Bar Walnut, uh, we share the same, uh, most of the same representatives. And I was looking and I'm like, Oh, they like, yeah, they, they live right here. They live right here in Mm -hmm. Diamond Bar and they, they were like a Diamond Bar city council. And that's when I felt God give like a loving, uh, kind of like slap in the back of the head to me. Like, (laughs) You know, like, like, uh, because I, I didn't, I kind of stubbed my nose at like local politics mm. because, um, I was only focused on like federal politics, maybe even state level a little bit, but nothing like below that. 
not that I, I didn't think it, it just didn't interest me really. It wasn't like I thought it wasn't a big deal. I know it's important, but I was more like, okay, like federal, yeah. state, like who, what's the governor and the president? Yeah, to doing, put this you know? on like yeah. music terms, like you don't want to hear about mixtapes. Like you want to find out how you get into like the boardroom right. at Sony. Uh, yeah. And, like, like, like how do we get signed and get the big right? Yeah, right. And there, so I think there's a level of humility that came in that when when the Lord did that, but also more than that because it it honestly wasn't like just a, a pride thing. It was more of um, a goal thing. Yeah. Mm. And so I was, I but, that. but then I was, so I, when I felt that, uh, honestly, like that's the best way to describe it. Like I felt like in a loving way, like a loving head tap, yeah. like humble not, yourself, it, start here. Yeah. yeah like mm. uh, kind of like, hello, like open your eyes. Like it's right in front yeah, of you. You want to dig a hole? Yeah. Here's a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you live in diamond bar, you've right. lived here, you know, forever. You, why aren't you, you don't even know what's going on in your own city. Why don't You're you get involved? Of this community. Yeah, yeah. Like this is where you grew up, you played sports, you, you know, so on and so forth. So, I was like, yeah, like kind of like, oh, duh, you know. And then, and then looking at, like I said, looking at other successful people who are currently like, like uh, state assemblymen, uh, congressmen, um, and they did that. Like that's what they some from Diamond Bar, mm. you know. So I was like, oh, and so anyway, I I just started going to the city council meetings, and I was, um, this was like maybe three years ago now. Hmm. I was just showing up, and here's a guy in like in his mid twenties, and you have. Everybody else is either a high school kid that's there for extra credit or like retired. Oh. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like retired, retired, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, about um, to be permanently yeah, retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like a dude in a hard hat who's there for like one bid for that day, you know, like, right. hey, mm. use Mikey's construction for <laughs> yeah. this like park project. And they say their little piece and then they, they don't even stay the whole meeting and then they leave, you know. Right. Um, and then me. And so I stood out. And I had a mutual uh, former co-worker who knew one of the city councilmen. And uh, basically, that was the only connection I had. So mm-hmm. like, we didn't we hadn't met each other. I think she told him, like, oh, like he wants to meet you or whatever. And, and uh, so he I was like, there. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him an autograph. I'll yeah. <laughs> and so I was just there. And, and he's a really cool guy. So we were just we started talking. And um, I just formed kind of a, I met all of them, the five of them. But uh, he I formed. I mean, just. You know, it's amicable. Just like, hey, how you doing? You know, it's a, made you, a couple you jokes. You made your face recognizable. Yes. And you, yeah. You, yeah. But it wasn't like we were hanging out or anything. Right, you know, right, yeah. But you. just you know, and um. Anyway, the, at the time there was a uh, the city clerk. She's retired now. Um, was also named Tommy. I don't know if that's why she liked me a lot or what, <laughs> but she was like awkward. You ever meet those people in life that like god just puts in your path and they're just like super nice to you like almost to where you're like what's going on here yeah i know yeah what you're talking like about. you have no reason to be that nice to me and uh like overly helpful and mm. so i went um i, I don't know we were just talking because she had at the, as a city clerk she had to be at all the uh, city council meetings so she would see me again every other week mm. there and so people ask questions like oh so what do you, why are you here or what are you doing you know and I'm like, oh, just, you know, interested and in trying to see what's going on in the city and, you know, you know, might, might want to get involved, you know, in some way. And, and she's like, do you want to run for city council one day? Ooh. And I was like, of course I did, but I was like, uh, maybe, maybe later. Yeah. Some, at some point. Now, you know? Real quick. I just, I, I, please hold your train of thought. But yeah. what do you think, what do you think that is? Like, it happens a lot with people that feel like they have a calling to be a pastor. It happens a lot when people feel like, is it? When somebody brings it up, that thing that you you actually had in your mind, yeah, and there's like this hesitancy, like to admit it almost. Is that what? Or yeah, kind of on track. Yeah. What do you think that is? The, what, what what the hesitancy? Yeah, hesitancy? like what makes us do that? See, you know, fear maybe. <laughs> maybe or, just, uh, yeah, fear or doubt. Um, 
surprise embarrassment yeah like oh you really think you're gonna yeah, yeah. You know? like who are you like yeah, to like, well, like yeah you're a young kid kind of like how you here. know you're gonna be a president one day yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you're like how i did that bro yeah, i did like i did that redeem podcast prophesied of this mark the time and i just said that uh anyways though back back to back to where we're at so doors are kind of um oddly flying open which is actually boosting not your confidence in what you can do but in what god might be willing sure to do. but at this point nothing's happened right, right. so yeah. it, it was just um i was going to these meetings i met you know i was just talking to one of the council members again most of you know formalities but we we get along and and uh he's also more conservative so we were kind of vibing on that as well but um mm. uh again we did we honestly would talk maybe five minutes at the most every other week, you know, some weeks he would like leave right away or, or I had to leave right away. So, um, not even that, you know, but on average, maybe a few minutes after every meeting and, um, maybe that, for about six months. Yeah. That's really cool though. How you just show up though. Cause yeah, like, I, I was, think if anyone's like looking to get involved with something, it's right. like, dude, just, just show up. They're like, no, you gotta be someone's yeah, yeah. nephew. Like, no, actually yeah. you can show up. Like. And, and I think this is just a biblical principle. What I'm getting at right now is uh, whether you're Christian or not, because God rewards those who, um, cause sometimes non-Christians do his do, ways do, apply whether you're his right, or not. Yeah. Right. And I, I think that, um, uh, well, a lot of times, I mean, a good solid, like a Christian who's just like totally like not perfect, but you know what I mean? Like a role model, like, yeah, they might be checking all the boxes, but, uh, as far as like they're doing everything right, they're not perfect, but they're doing everything right, you know. Mm-hmm. But then there's the ones who are like, oh man, they're awesome, but they need whatever, like a ton mm-hmm. of discipline in their life or this and that. But um, there's non Christians though who like, yeah, I mean, they're not Christian at all, but man, like for example, like hard work, you know, like they get up every morning and the they provide ethic. for their family. Yeah, mm-hmm. they work at they're the hardest worker at work. Like mm-hmm. they're not Christian, and but right. they're just like. God's going to reward them for that, you know, right. in that, that integrity that yeah. pays off. Mm-hmm. It, it does. Right. So in this case, I think it, for me, it was obedience because I, uh, and a leap of faith, you know, again, I wasn't doing anything big, but often it isn't something big that God, mm. like sometimes it's just small steps. Right. Uh, and, um, because I, I did feel silly sometimes sitting there, like, you know, being the fact that I stood out being young and there and, I had no reason to be there, and I'm just. I like, can relate to what you're saying, dude. Yeah. There were there were moments, and and, and I want to let you continue. I'm just bantering sure. back and forth with you, not bantering, but just you know, conversating with you. But there were moments like in, in when God put it in my heart that I was going to be a pastor, right? And that still make, feel, makes me feel a little funny because I don't feel like I carry myself that way. Mm-hmm. But no, um, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, um, but like when I would be in certain circles, and the Lord would put it in my heart to speak up. And I would be like at a place where, you know, you have like clergymen who are in suits and, and I would just be obedient, which started to later on change other things about me too. But, um, I remember there were moments I was just like, like, you look ridiculous right yeah. now, dude. Like you, you know, everybody, they must be internally eye rolling, you know, just like, and back to what we were talking right, about, yeah. you know what I mean? And, but there's something interesting about your story, bro. Like. You know, because when it comes to conservative views, bro, like you are uh, a needle in a haystack that a young man would even dare to like step in the world that is in complete opposition to what you probably should be 
as far as what people think, you know, mm-hmm. and here all these people that feel must feel like they're being pushed. They're getting just by their age alone. They're being pushed off the edge of the conveyor belt. Right. With conservative ideas and views mm-hmm. like I bet you there's people that are conservatives every day. They're just like, you know what, honey? It's over. Yeah. You know, there's no there's not a young person in sight. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we're just and then you show up, you know, and I'm wondering, you know, yeah, I could I, I could touch on that on a second actually. Yeah. Um, I that I noticed that a lot through the campaign, um, and before, but the campaign kind of it, it was, yeah, it felt really good. Just when I I'm I mean, I'm in a lot of political circles a lot. I I throw myself in certain environments and when because you're right, it's mostly more so with conservatism. It's more so an older crowd. Um, definitely here in California too, mm-hmm. right? So For we're sure, also yeah. we got to remember that too. We are in mm-hmm. Southern California, but I, I do believe it's it's taking root across the country in a bad way. But um, definitely here where it's like so dominant left that when you see someone who is not only conservative, but young and right. non-white and not just like some in, nerd kid yeah, with a pocket. Protector. Right. That too. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and race, Hispanic. With, I don't really, you know, I, I don't exactly. What are you, are you, I didn't even I'm ask. half Hispanic. Yeah. Okay. And half uh, Armenian. Yeah. Okay. So when you see double that, whammy, double though, whammy. Gonna, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so double, yeah, double whammy. Uh, and they see that you're like, okay, you have a, here's this young brown kid who's yeah. conservative. It's like, it, wow, it, it, yeah. yeah, some like maybe look at me weird, but a lot of them, it kind of gives like hope to, I think, sure, you I know, imagine, yeah. some straight out say it, you know, like, Oh, well, like you're the, you like They'll back you. Yeah. You gotta be like young people like you need to get involved. People like, yeah. you know, and I can see true, it in their eyes. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it, it brings like a, a sense of hope. And I think a re invigorating of their own views, like you were saying, is it where maybe they were, there's some who will like never give up, right? Like they're going to die that like mm-hmm. fighting, like, no, like Trump, yeah. you know, but yeah. then there's the other ones who are like kind of broken about it. Like, man, like do we just fake the funk? Like we're, you know, especially uh, like you said in California in this environment and then this, just the times we're in and where news is sourced from just word of mouth commonly now. Right. So mm-hmm. people believe whatever the friends are telling them over Facebook as yeah. to be truth, right? right? To be their convictions now. <laughs> so yeah, there, I could see why a lot of people, like my dad, a Vietnam veteran, who just like, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, son. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's yeah. over, you know? Or, um, but yeah, that you know, just to be honest with you, it does invoke a, a, like a desire to pray for you, dude. Mm. Thanks. Um, because it, it's like, it reminds me of biblical stories where, where like a, an unlikely person standing in the gap, David and Goliath, yeah. you know, or, or things like that, where it's just like, you know, or you think of um, who was it that was out in the field killing bears, but his brothers just thought he was uh, just a nothing, you know, mm-hmm. nobody. And he's like, hey, like, I've, I've, God's been training me all this time. You didn't even know. You thought I was just out here doing nothing. You right. Know? Yeah. And um, so I, 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 I see that and I see that the Lord is about that business. Like, like he's about like raising up people that are an unlikely you know not a common thing that you see everywhere oh definitely yeah and um so that's yeah dude that's i'm sorry i'm 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 no no that's parent- fine. Yeah. in parentheses speaking but um uh, cuz coming into this conversation bro i <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I'd be honest. I thought you were going to be older, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're oh, you, you didn't tell dude. him? No, I didn't know. I had no, no idea. Uh, okay. I mean, we had a conversation mm-hmm. about who who you are, what you stand for, and that kind of thing. I had no idea, dude, who yeah. I was going to be talking to today. 
That's cool. cool. Yeah. And continuing on with yeah, your story. Continue with yeah, continue where, where were we at with your story? <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'll do, I'll do that, bro. I'll do I that. I did pin mark it, though, in my head. I'm not good at that, oh, but since good. you told me to, I did, yeah. Uh, I was talking to the Tommy uh, lady, the city mm-hmm. clerk, and she, um, she was... Uh, so, yeah, she just opened with that. Do you want to run for city council? And I was like, uh, yeah, maybe down mm-hmm. the line, you know? And she's like, okay, well... Um, well, just so you know, she's like, and she's all, keep in mind, like she's saying it, I'm actually downplaying it. She was like very passionate as she's mm. saying it, mm. which was, which was more trippy about it, you know? Inspiring and, a little uh, bit or intimidating? Uh, uh, no. Impactful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Impactful. I think, yeah. Just kind of like, dang, okay. You know? And, uh-huh. but she was like, um, well, you know, all, all the city council members were commissioners first. I'm like, okay, mm. what's a commissioner? And then she, you know. Commissioner Gordon? That sounds cool. I love Batman. You know? but, <laughs> is there like a, a bat signal on top of the Diamond Bar City Hall? Or, you know? <laughs> and, and, oh, uh, and, and she actually, I didn't even ask that at the time. That was in my head. I was like, you know, but she's like, I'm like, okay, well, the question I did ask was like, okay, how do you, how do you become, a, become a commissioner? She's like, well, you got to, um, she's like, actually, it's real simple. You just got to take one of these forms, fill it out, you know. And uh, turn it into City Hall before the deadline. She, and and this was like uh, January, I think, mid January of 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, cool. So uh, you know, yeah, she said all City Council members were a commissioner first. You know, and I looked it up just the five that were currently were. You know, mm. so like, oh, like it's true. You know, like uh, mm. they were commissioners first. And uh, so we had like three main commissions: Parks and Rec. Um, traffic and then a planning commission and um i was so you could apply to all three but you can only get you know one of the gigs and uh anyway fast forward like she said i had like a month right so fast forward like um i don't know days till a month yeah a couple weeks or something (laughs) no i i I, um i get a call and uh so i I, anyway it's a city it's a tuesday night city council meeting i think the next one maybe two weeks later and uh i uh I go to the, I, I had, that's right. I had a workout or something right after. So like I, 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 I either left right away or a little early, the city council meeting. I remember I left and I changed and worked out and I, while I was, yeah, while I was working out, I got, I got a missed call. So I, I checked my phone after I'm like, okay, I don't know this number. Like yeah, I listened to it and it's one of the city councilmen and he's like, Hey Tommy. And uh, you know, like, uh, sorry, I, I wanted to catch you after the meeting, you know, but you, you left it. You look like you left in a hurry. Um, Go ahead and uh, if you can give me a call, um, you know, I wanted to talk to you about something. And I was like, it, it was kind of like vague like that. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Like, that's random. Like, how did he even get my number? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't, we hadn't, see, that's the point that we hadn't even exchanged numbers. Dang. Um, so I call him back, but at this point it's like kind of late at night, like 1030 or something. So oh. he didn't pick up. I'm like, okay. So um, anyway, he calls me the next morning about like kind of early, maybe uh, 730 or something like that. And I, uh. And uh, when I saw it was him, like, I picked up, you know, jumped out of bed. I was like, hey, you know, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, Tommy, uh, yeah, so anyway, I wanted to talk to you last night. Uh, you know, my, uh, my Parks and Rec commission, commissioner, uh, he's, re- he's not, he's retiring or whatever word he used. Like, he's, he's stepping down. Yeah. He won't be doing it anymore after this term. Um, and so I was thinking to myself, you know, like, who would be somebody, you know, uh, to kind of take his place and he's and then i'm thinking okay you know so it's someone you know my age or or older and you know he's like in his 60s and the other guy was even older than him and mm-hmm. he was you know and he's like he's like oh i know and i'm thinking like no you know maybe i should go someone younger and then he's like then I, you know you came in my mind and i was like tommy yeah tommy would be perfect for this and and he goes uh 
I don't know if there's something you'd be interested in or not, but, you know, um, but if you are, you know, let me know, uh, w- would you want to do something like that? And he's like asking me mm. almost like, Hey, you want to do me like a favor, like fill this right. part. Like, Hey, you want this job? Yeah. It'll really help me out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like it'll help me out. He didn't say it'll help yeah, me out, but, but that's what's kind of the tone. Like, wow. Hey, like if you want, like I, you know, I think you'll be good at it. And keep in mind, we had not, I'd only discussed the commissioner business with the, with the clerk. Yeah. That's it. Like I, ne- I didn't mention one thing to him. He didn't. And obviously by the way he was phrasing it, he didn't have a clue either. Were you so, praying about it? I, yeah, I was, but not fervently, like not, mm-hmm. not going to lie. Right, like, because I wasn't, it just uh, seemed like something that, mm. wow, that, okay, yeah. why not? I no, just, I, I had a couple yeah. times. Yeah, I prayed like, Lord, you know, a mm. couple times. But it was like the, when you pray a couple times, like maybe while you're driving a little bit or or just like, hey, Lord, you know, like, you know, I'm going to the city council right. meetings. But, you know, but not like I so wasn't it, like it on my... It just falls in your lap, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. And I, I was kind of like, uh, so... So anyway, I was, he didn't know. So little did he know that I was, I had the form already. I was like planning on applying, but I was going to apply, like cross my fingers, like, all right, Lord, like, you know, let like, yeah, like, yeah, let this be found well, Paper, you know, please. yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, like holy water on it, you know, no. and, um, and he, uh, but he, then all of a sudden I get the city councilman calling me, asking me if I want to do it. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, to make things a little crazier, he goes, um, the only thing is today's the last day to apply. Like oh, you, wow. you got to get it in today. I thought when she was explaining to me, I, I don't know why I thought I had, I had like all months to do it. Right. So I was like, you know, my plans for that day were to do nothing, you know, just like relax. And, and, uh, it was like my day off. I was just going to like chill that day. And so I'm like, Oh shoot. So I, I filled it out, ran it over. He's like, yeah, if you don't turn it in before five today, um, uh, like even I can't help you at that point. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So you so, driving in low uh, gear. Yeah. To like, <laughs> fill it out yeah. as I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> so I filled it out. I turned it in, made sure like it got stamped before, you know, I mean, I made it hours before, but it, you right, know, no, I just, got you. Yeah. And, and anyway, I just want to make sure like they got it, like, you know, it's in and then, uh, yeah. I mean, two weeks later they vote. And, um, uh, if you're putting up, let's say we're all councilmen, right. You're going to have your three choices for commissioner for uh-huh. each commission, three and so on. Right. Unless I know, like, the person you're picking is, like, a scumbag, I'm not going to, like, vote no on them, you know? Mm. Um, there'd be no reason for that, right. you know? And then especially when you could do it, like, back to me, right, like, right. well, no on yours, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty commonplace that you just, you approve the whoever, the people they're not The recommendation yeah, or whatever, yeah. yeah. So anyway, like, each councilman puts up, or a woman puts up three three people. And um, so I'm there, I'm sitting there at the council meeting, and he, you know, my... And I got nervous because I, I wasn't like, I was just really nervous. I don't know why. I was just really nervous. And yeah. and he's like, okay, my uh, planning commissioner is, you know, so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, like that's not my name, you know? And then and even though, and then he says, then my traffic commissioner is, uh, I nominate, you know, uh, Jim Jones, whatever. And I'm like, I'm like and I'm like, oh, and then you know, my parks and rec commissioner, I, I nominate Tommy Arona. And I was like, I was like, oh, shoot. That's, yeah, yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I was like, I was like, dang, like this is getting real. And then they vote and it was so casual. Like, you know, for them, it's like normal business, you know? Yeah. And they're like, all right, so let's take a roll call, which is uh, another term for voting, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and they're all like, yes, 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 yes. All right, congratulations to the new commissioners. Of course, I'm the only one that's present there, you know? Like, the other commissioners aren't even, bother, <laughs> even, they're not even bothering to be there, you know? And I'm like, and because I was just going to the, meet that for me, it was normal. I was just going to the meetings anyway, right? Every every two weeks I was there. Like a, like a quiet room. You're like, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. So, this kind of sounds like a movie. So yeah. Like, oh, like the whole good. story. Yeah. But I remember this day particularly because I was, I was in, like, a leather jacket, um... And I was like chewing gum. I don't know. I had this like fifties greaser thing going on that day, but I was kind of like, and I was, uh, 
So not prepared to like address the council, you know, and, uh, you know, I would have dressed a little more conservative or a little more, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe a button up or something. Or yeah. Something. And, um, he, uh, his name is a uh, Steve Ty. He called me out and he's like, yeah, I have, um, actually one of the uh, new commissioners is here right now. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, Rona, you want to come down and say a few words? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, because in, and I'm in like in the back too. Wow. And a I'm long like, walk. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when you put like a, a fresh piece of gum, so it's like you can't even kind of like it still needs to be chewed. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And I it's was still like, folding. It's at still this folding. Point. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, shoot. So I'm like walking down and and I go there and, you know, I just like it, again, it doesn't sound like a big deal. But, you, you know, you no, look it up and they're on their like podium. It's like yeah. all fancy. And I'm like looking up like, oh, man. And so I, I did OK. But I remember being pretty nervous. You know, just I was like, you know, what? thank you for the opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But um, I think I did call him out for calling me out. I was yeah. like, you know, thanks for, you know, this wasn't planned. <laughs> you know, like do something back. <laughs> so your sense of humor won you, won you over a little yeah, bit in that yeah. spot. And that's actually something we, we were initially getting along with because we had a, uh, in some ways a similar sense of humor yeah. with the, the one, the councilman who nominated me, but huh. I was anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, and then two weeks after that, I was getting sworn in, uh, the parks and rec commission, you know, they parks we, and rec. Yeah, Great show. Yeah. <laughs> so funny fact, I had never seen the show before oh, that. Really? Never, not once. Have you seen it since? Since I've, I got to I like season up. three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what do yeah. commissioners do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, I was like, people were telling me about the show and they're like, and I know it's like a spinoff of the office or it's, same, uh, it's just like, yeah, same, same style, same, yeah. same production company mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Style of, and, um, so I actually didn't like it at first when I started watching it. I'm like, oh, it's like want to be office. But then I, I got to like season two. Everyone told me like, wait till you get season two. So I did and it did get better. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, they were like, oh, do you do this, do this? I'm like, I'm sure it's nothing like what the show is like. Right. And uh, when I saw a couple of episodes, there is, a, there is an episode where there's like a commission. And I was like, okay, it's actually not too far. From <laughs> <laughs> like, it was weird. Like, it's, of course, it's like, it's a comedy yeah, show right, and it's right, ridiculous. Right. But mm-hmm. there's, there's elements of it that are very similar. And yeah. I was like, Oh, it's kind of scary how close it kind of is, you know? Mm. Um, but no, I mean, I went to, uh, but when I was getting sworn in, I mean, we're doing the same oath of office that, you know, any, any official takes, you know, in fact, we got to do both cause we got to do the, um, federal and then the, uh, state of California as well. Do they still like do hand over the Bible type? Not over the Bible, but just, you know, raise your, swear. raise your Gosh. right hand. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, swear this oath and, and so you take it and I mean, they still against, do that against, in the union, even to make you swear. Oh, it's really? Like, yeah, that's pretty wild. Against all f- enemies, foreign and domestic. I'm like, oh shoot, like. Oh, that's yeah. That's full on political. Parks commissioner for Diamond Bar, right? Yeah, but no, but um. Yeah, but the, it's a branch of the government all yeah. the way down. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, um, and I was like, this is a so it's not a job, just so you guys know that it's mm-hmm. like mostly volunteer. You get uh, I think forty five bucks a meeting that you attend, and it's at the time was monthly meetings. When I was chairman last year, I kind of. Um, was talking with one of the parks with the parks director and then the other commissioners and um we kind of agreed that it would be better to go to like every other month because mm-hmm. to make the meetings more productive because mm. sometimes we'd meet for like half an hour have you know everyone sit like we're all set up here you know they set up the mics they you know get your name plates they get the little you get a gavel if you're chairman so that was pretty cool last year but um <laughs> judge, judge tom yeah i was uh, yeah <laughs> and um i was you know we're doing that and uh i was you talk about oh, okay we fixed this park we did uh, updates on again it's important work but it, they would take like 10 minutes you know we fixed this uh, light we replaced the paint on the trash cans at Sycamore Park. We did this, that, and then, okay, like any any other news? Like, no, that's it. No new news. And 
It's like, all right, everyone, you know, see you. And do you so, think? Do you think there's a little disconnect there, maybe, with um, the traditional way things are ran, and then the way society's kind of ran? Like, there was a time when people went to their local, like the, mm. the you know, the community showed up to mm-hmm. go to the local things, right? And now everybody, like, I mean. And shame on us, really. Like people are so disconnected. Oh, it's totally from the, open. Yeah, you you, you can go. go. You don't even yeah. have to be a resident, you know. But I mean, it's meant for residents, but anyone can go. Yeah, right. Mm. But people don't really go that often. No, more, right? we have for the so. Well, what I was saying real quick was that yeah, yeah, we we, we we made it every other week so that way it was more because there was meetings that were um, with and it's not just about time, but it's like it, what are we we have we actually have things to discuss and like we would you know more um, efficient meetings and impactful meetings. Uh, and uh, But when you, we moved it to every other month, um, I was glad that we kind of went that direction. I, was, I, was, I brought that up, and I think we had like a three-to-one vote. One guy was absent. And we had, um, so we, we passed it, and then we goes to the city council. And I think, I don't want to take too much credit for this, but I think they ended up not only approving that one, which they did, but they, I think it went across the board to the other oh, wow. commissions too. They applied too. that, yeah. Same. At least to the traffic one, yeah, because mm. planning has they meet more often. But yeah, so um, so 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 you you you're making you know moves already a little bit. Yeah, I mean very minor. I'm I mean, not yeah, trying. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to upplay yeah, it, but yeah. but but it, but what what? Because what I'm looking at this through is what God's teaching you, not mm. what the world is calling by numbers yeah. impactful, In a spiritual right? like, sense, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. You show up a place, you see what's going on, you see what, what would work more efficiently, and you go for that. Yeah. And I'm trying to be, you know, because there's times when I can... The thing is, everybody's so nice uh, when... Well, they kind of have to be when they're the staff to the, to the commissioners, because while we don't have any... Um, legal authority in the sense to like uh, or even we can't appropriate funds and things like that it's all city council mm. we're an advisory committee mm. um we give advice and we can uh request things of the staff now keep in mind like let's say you're the parks director and then there's a superintendent of maintenance and of part and recreation they're getting paid really good money like this, this is their careers like that's their you know mm. their monday through friday job they're making, you know, I'm getting 45 bucks a meeting. I'm just a mm. resident who like yeah. signed up to do the commission thing. But because of the way the government is structured, um, I'm not their boss by any means. But as a commissioner, you have this, um, you can request things and yeah. you have to get I answers. See, you know what I mean? And I see that. hey, let me see if, um, if you're like, hey, we did this, because you guys are the ones doing the work. You're planning. You're doing everything really. But it's like, oh, uh, we, I don't know. Let's, for example, we put. Uh, we redid all the lights in all the parks and that cost a million dollars. And what if I was, you know, I could be like, well, what if we put led lights? Wouldn't that save energy and, and save the city, you know, half a million dollars every year going forward? Whatever, for example. Right, right, right? Right, right, right. And you can, well, you know what, let me, let me, I'm going to put a, uh, have a, a report put together and mm-hmm. we'll, uh, brief you next meeting on that. And then you'll come back and you know what, actually it is, uh, it would cost this much or we thought about it, but the reason we didn't go is because, uh, it actually w- long run would cost more money, gotcha. and then someone like, oh, okay, great. So Good you to know. you have the power to push a button that makes these people that have jobs do these things. Yes, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and there's something interesting just because some people are listening and they don't, they don't know anything about anything political or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's something in- interesting to add in, and that because we're a government of the people, right? Our structure has been set up in such a way that that it's intended to give power to the people, right? Yeah, so yeah. instead of just a person that's working somewhere to have a paycheck and get a job. 
you have a person who's willfully coming somewhere to be a part of the community and this is, and the, you know it's set up with intention to give that give some weight to that oh, person. absolutely right. and it's a beautiful thing because um, now I'm not elected so I think it's very important that and which is it's, it is my power and anyone who's an appointed official should be you know more way more limited than somebody who is elected just right. because they are that representative the people are directly choosing right. that person mm-hmm. you know but you're a at, member of the I'm community. A member, yeah, not only am I a member of the community, but I am somebody who that somebody who was elected nominated me to be like an arm of theirs. So, to speak. You. so like you were chosen. It yeah. Was, so yeah. the president, for example, in this case, President Trump, right? He has a cabinet of high ranking officials, right? Secretary of State, Attorney General, Attorneys General and so on. Um, Secretary of Defense. I mean, massively important roles. While they're not elected, they are appointed directly mm-hmm. by the president who is elected right. you know? yeah. so they have a lot of power but they have this um you know what I mean? you get what i'm getting yeah, at which like, is yeah, why, they're, which they're, is they're, why they're, it, yeah yeah there's somebody who okay they're they're representing the elected official mm-hmm. in a sense yeah mm-hmm. which and is why to pe- people should consider these things when they're voting for a president that not only do you like this person in the way they talk or the way they smile but do you believe that this person has the capability of choosing a group of people to surround around themselves to to can we kill that freaking... No, I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, dude. I'm just messing around. Is that my phone? Is my, can it's you silence phone? my phone? It's over there plugged in. Yeah, let's fire that guy. Um, Somebody's losing a job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, you know, that that's also part of like, and I'm not trying to derail too hard, but, you know, a big part of why people will vote for somebody who they feel is competent for a job, um, they they attribute those cho- that choice that they're choosing to a person that they see as a competent person that can get things done, right? Right, right. And even though some people may have called like um, Donald Trump like a a uh, what are people saying like like let's try this out, you know, mm-hmm. like a like a mm-hmm. uh, experiment or mm-hmm. something. Even at those who did choose, like with an experiment, one of the weighing in factors was that this is a person who runs business and who has surrounded himself with big decisions for a very long time now. Oh, yeah. You know, so and I'm only bringing that up because you're mentioning how important it is that an elected official has people that they're picking around them. Um, yeah, and the higher up you go, the the, the bigger, more, that, yeah, the more yeah, weight that yeah, is. Yeah, so right. I mean, I'm talking just this is just about as local as it gets. And that, I that, city yeah. council, right? I mean, even more than LA City Council, right? Because that's massive, right? I mean, there's there's millions of people in so LA. So the bigger the role, the bigger the shoes, the more weight it yeah. holds. But but somewhere like a city like uh, Diamond Bar, Walnut, Walnut's even smaller. But something like that where you have a you know just a, a five member council and and uh, it's there's even more of a uh, direct connection to. Okay, we're gonna. It's even at the. When I, when, what I'm saying is like you. There, that's about. I'm not diminishing the role, but that's about as as first step as you can get as mm-hmm. far as running for an office. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's school board and other things, but if you want to go like the city council route, okay. Um, and then you have, but even they have a. Uh, they work. It's not a full time job, you know. Um, again, in LA, it is. That's when you're representing thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of people. It's something that's deemed to be like, hey, it's a full-time that's job. That's your full-time job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just one district. But um, Or you definitely wouldn't skip every other week to do that one. No, no, <laughs> right? exactly. Right, yeah, gotcha, that's you. their full-time job. Like, they, you can't have another job. Or if you're in state assembly, like, that, that's your full-time job. 
so, here so, everyone works or so when you when you're in this role now as commissioner how, how do you feel dude like yeah i'm kind of curious now that, that you're like you made it basically in your head to like wow like it's happening now yeah. you're making moves now how do you feel with all of it well i felt like such a uh sense of okay lord like you are bringing me into what you have for me you know mm. um so it was humbling it was uh it felt good. I don't know what the word would be. I mean, not gonna lie, like it was yeah. kind of cool, you know. Like, oh man, I'm a commissioner. Like, mm-hmm. I got a fancy name tag, and um, you know, I get to speak behind a behind the podium, you know, yeah. instead of you know the, on the other side. Now, do um, you do you enjoy that? Like, I'm just curious. Like, um, as a young man or whatever, do you do you gravitate towards, or should I ask the opposite question? Have you ever been a person that shied away from, or you were always capable to stand in front of people? No, I'm always capable mm. of that. Yeah, that was something that has, yeah, been in me. I, I love, like I said, I wanted to be an actor or uh, any, I love entertaining people mm. or just uh, speaking. I would, I would love to do like stand up comedy mm. if I, you know, could be funny. Uh, I would, I would, something that was interesting to me, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Again, I, I haven't. These are th- just things in my head that I've maybe dabbled with my friends, you know, but I've yeah. never like got into them too seriously. But no, I've. My point is though, I've always had the ability to kind of step into the, not just the limelight, but in front of a pe- people. And yeah, like uh, I said, to word it differently, uh, the Lord made you in such a way where it diminished that thing that's crippling to a lot of people mm-hmm. to be in front of people. It's not that you're just chasing it, but that you don't have the handicap that a lot of people do naturally. I'm not calling them handicapped but naturally they can't well no it's like the number one fear apparently like yeah, over yeah. death Pub- is like public speaking, public speaking and i'm like oh my gosh yeah, yeah i'd rather really you're like a cartwheel in front of course i get nervous or i get you know yeah, for or, sure or, you feel uh, all the adrenaline yeah but that's the thing i think for me i'm able to channel it into most of the time mm-hmm. most of the time i'm able to channel it into a positive energy i like to call it like mm-hmm. not in some weird like no i got you. positive energy you. man yeah. you know but in a like okay pff, get these good nerves yeah. coming in and channel that adrenaline is a better word yeah. into okay uh, and it can even help me in whatever i'm doing for sure i see that uh, with like a guy like ben shapiro's mind's working ultra fast because of the adrenaline right yeah it. yeah he's always like that but um yeah so for me it's it's something i mean when i worked at the theater and i'd go address a packed theater of 400 people there to watch spider-man like they don't want to see a guy in a cheap suit go up and tell them like to put their cell phones away right mm. but you got to think of like a, f- a, a, a creative like fun way to do that and mm. and uh and and if oh if you come out scared or nervous oh, they, they eat you eat. up yeah, oh sure. my gosh you got you know like what's that he he started the yeah, sentence especially quietly? yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially on the crowd right if it's like a fast and furious movie like oh, that crowd yeah. will eat you alive For you know sure. so uh, or i don't know why but the last before this new Spider-Man kid, the one before that one, what's his name? Oh uh, um, yeah, the dude. what's the kid's name? Uh, Max. He's actually like thirty nine. Andrew, Andrew, like, Andrew, 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 Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So his second film, uh, the the second, but the last one he For did. Sure. Um, I don't know why, but that night was like exceptionally rowdy crowd. Uh, go figure. <laughs> but it was. And um, so Spider-Man like, fans going hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go, and so like I had to go and I remember they even had like a beach ball and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. and the wow. last thing you want to do is want to be like the corny manager who's like trying to grab it from them. And, yeah. And like, falling over yeah. and like, oh, yeah. laughing at you and stuff. So, but I just like kind of penetrated that through like, like, Hey, you guys ready for Spider-Man? Like, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, and then you even kind of, it's like a weird mirroring effect mm. I try to do. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to channel their energy and that confidence they have to be like the heckler and throw it back gotcha. at them, so mm-hmm. to speak. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna, little you know, judo, little yeah, psychological little judo. Psychological there. judo. Yeah. And, and I come at them like, Oh, that was weak. 
Like you guys, like yeah. you guys ready? To and then they're more yeah. like, no, like, they're on the fence. Like, yeah. yeah, we're ready. You know, and then yeah. the, and then once you get them going, then you make them laugh once, then they'll, yeah, let me see that beach ball. Yeah, now <laughs> 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 put your phones away. Yeah. Yeah. Smack them. Yeah, throw <laughs> <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And they listen to you more, and then mm. they're receptive, and then they're like, oh, and even if whatever angle, like you try, yeah. I'm trying to hit different people. Like, oh, this guy's cool. Okay, cool. I'll listen to him. Oh, you. he's. Oh, he means business. I'll listen to him. Mm. Oh, he's, you know, oh, he's not so uptight. Like, mm. I'll listen to him. Like, mm. it hits a lot of those crowds all in one, you know, wherever, like, for you, it might be like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. I like, okay, I'll, I'll hear him out. Oh, you might be cool. like, oh, I'm taking, oh, he's, okay, he's serious. Like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's calm down. You know, whatever, the, like, you, each person. So, you, you think know. that your ability to kind of read people has really played to part of your calling? A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I'd be lying if I'd be doing that. Like, no, no, I like that. One of the things I that I always, uh, whenever I'm thinking of people and their callings, I love to couple together what God made them naturally with what the spirit gave them. And as soon as you can really help somebody understand what their spiritual gift is and couple it together with them understanding what God made them. See, cause when he gives you the talent up front, that's, that's a gift. You could, you could run with it. You can go make a million bucks off it. And you could have. You could have chosen this gift of gab to go and make money to get the, you know, the prettiest person, get the whatever mm -hmm. it is that you I think I got. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> um, um, so, so, you know, God gives us that stuff. Right. But then if you can couple that together with the, the calling, the, the gift of the spirit, now you have. I should say when you couple it together with the gift of the spirit, now you have the real calling. Yeah. Right. So that's the reason why I'm just kind of picking your mind. Like I'm, I'm, I'm picking up on what God made, right? Yeah. What God made here. Like yeah. your, your perception, your ability to listen, reflect. That's a big one. Like if you can vibe a room and reflect them, that's huge. You know, yeah. those are talents though. Right there, you you're aware yeah. that there are people that can do that and even better. Yeah, right? yeah. Or, maybe, or maybe you're competitive. I don't know. Maybe you're like, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I, like, I do <laughs> like to yeah, have a little, have a little. Uh, I do it at work Depends a lot. I find because bit. yeah, it's a as a, I'm a manager. I work I work in a warehouse and for Walmart, so I, I'm a supply chain manager, mm -hmm. and I have like a team of like fifty or so guys, and um, well, I, mostly guys, but I have, there's a few girls too, but um. And, and then, you know, um, but I'm not like high level management to where I, uh, you know, you just kind of like walk in. Everyone's like, oh, shoot, it's the high. It's the big mm -hmm. dog, you know. Mm -hmm. So I have like I'm like a grunt to them. But then I'm like the boss of these guys. I but I also yeah. have to be nice to them because I'm, you know, I have, you should be like that servant leader. You yeah, know? You're, you're winning them. over. Yeah. Them. And so there's like these these up and down management dynamics. And um, I've learned through. So like actually at my time in management and just my time in general at the theater, I learned um how to navigate through a lot of this and people are it's weird like on one hand people are people right like if you're helping people or serving people like and you've been doing that and you guys know as as pastors like you're going to run into a lot of the same type of people or type of issues but then no two people are also the same right sure. so like mm -hmm. there's that it's like these two you had to hold mm -hmm. in tandem together right you know yeah you kind of subcategorize people but you don't put them in a right yeah, but you can't treat them 100 yeah, yeah, the same right, because right. it's like no it's a different person gotcha. you know um and uh but I've learned to like at work where you got to be, I have to be a little more politically correct because, mm -hmm. you know, I can't just go out, you know, 
for sure. Like, you know, like Trump. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then uh, you can't, you know, say certain things you want. Like, oh man, suck it up. You're being, yeah. a, you're being a wuss. You know, oh, like, yeah. you know, I get fired if I said something like Stop that. Being so, a girl. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> Game so over. yeah, like, dude, I know you just slept in. Don't lie. You know, yeah. you don't have that many grandmas. You know, like yeah. she didn't die again. <laughs> like you can't say yeah. stuff like that. So, uh, you kind of, I've learned to like do these different like psychological like games so to speak mm-hmm. of like okay where's this guy coming mm-hmm. from and i know i get it wrong sometimes but um and it's it, mostly it's just for my own entertainment and, mm-hmm. and and to get better though like at at reading and kind of seeing where people are coming from um that sounds creepy but like in a no, in, no. in, in mm-hmm. a more oh. like to understand and kind of right. um know this person better but also mm-hmm. know how to react going forward with yeah, these so type you, of situations you, I'm sorry. Don't yeah, no, no, no. That, I mean, that's, that's, so one of those things is like mirroring or kind of like when mm-hmm. you, I realize, and I, I feel at times I even challenge myself, like, am I wrong for doing this? Where I'll maybe mimic, not mock, mind you, not mock, but like mimic someone's style of speaking or someone's, mm-hmm. maybe their hand motions or the way they're, and it, it actually makes them feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Because, um, so at the theater, right, I was, I was in Chino Hills and uh, it was very commonplace for most, a lot of people to either be in college or have already graduated college. And so they had that college degree. So, and it's not anything to do with intellect, but just on a level of, um, you know, schooled knowledge, you have that, you know, maybe they speak grammatically more correct and, and what, and so on. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'm in a warehouse where most people do not have a degree and these people, you know, they move and, and I'm not, their work is actually harder work. So I'm not diminishing their work at all. Mm. Physically, it's, yeah. you know, like it's hard work. Mm-hmm. Or even if, if it's on power equipment, you know, it takes a different type of skill. And, and in fact, they make more money anyway. Mm. But um, I, it's a different crowd for the most part. Mm. And so I noticed that, and I'm already an outsider because they, they know that. And I haven't been in that world. And even if I was, I still wouldn't fit in perfectly because I sure. did go like the college route and just different things. So, and different upbringing. So I, I don't fake, like totally act like I'm a different person or something, or, no, or I definitely not lying about anything. You you just know? lean but, heavy towards the scripture says Paul was all things. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> kinda, yeah. That's kind of what I try to be like, okay, I'm going to, and I noticed that I'm able to break through people who I know, normally would not yeah. be able to break through. And I, I, it's spirit of course, but it's also, I think a gifting in the spirit that God gave me to be like, okay, I'm going to try to adapt this. And by the way, I found out later cause I haven't studied this stuff like in school or anything, you know, I, I'm not a psychology yeah. major, but I found out through like talking to people who have studied it or whatever, like, Oh, it's actually like a real psychological technique right. that like, yeah. uh, where uh, like a psychologist would use or something, you mm-hmm. know, um, to make people feel comfortable and at ease for sure. Yeah. You like, um, and if you see it, you do, you see, sometimes they're really corny at it, but you see politicians do it all the time. Yeah. Like AOC when she was in, uh, where was she in Harlem or something? She was like speaking like in a different way. Yeah. To me, that's like in a demeaning kind of way, but but there's, so there's people that are like, I always believe that the schooling follows. Well, I know this, the schooling follows, um, the, the, the gifting. So in other words, like, like God made people with gifts and talents. He made them that way, right? And then um, school systems, when they start, they're they're just studying what's around, and and they they discover things that are there, right? That God made a certain way. Mm-hmm. Now, after a, a society's been around for an extended amount of time, like ours, then it begins to shift where people view the school as the authority, as if they're the source of these things. Mm-hmm. 
And that's where today you, you meet a person like me, a construction worker, and, and if I get in a, in a deep, thought-provoking conversation with somebody that feels that they're being toppled over by what I'm thought-provoking them on or what I'm yeah, poking yeah. you know, and making wheels turn that don't normally turn, eventually a defense mechanism will show up, which is the desire to, to question what authority I stand on, right? So it's like, well, I studied here, I studied there. So clearly they've already uh, uh, adapted to this perspective that, that the schooling is the source of this knowledge, mm -hmm. right? But the reality is that when a school, when, when these things started, right, when all these, these um, you know, Harvard, all the big schools, they were originally seminaries and they were created so that people can equip themselves to be able to be functional for, for they were seminaries for the word right. of God. But w the part of the studies of people were taking people that would have been like yourself, right? And a natural that God made a certain way who seems to be effective socially with people and then begin to analyze why you are and then write that stuff down and yeah. then teach it to somebody else. And what to what you're saying is, you know, it, it's like when you watch political people that took that course or managers that are like, hey, looking good today, buddy. I like your jacket. Hey, if you mess up again, we're going to have to get rid of you. But I really like <laughs> yeah. you. You know, that that sandwich thing. Yeah. Like, like, bro, I, 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 I despise stuff when I could see it coming a mile away. But if somebody's natural, you don't even notice. I do that it. stuff, but I do it in a way where I... In a natural uh, way. Yeah, and, and I feel like it... it um, because there's truth in that. Like, right. you do want to, you know, even a lot of pastors um, will... I don't know what it is. Like, they'll, they'll either say a couple, like, positive things about whatever. Like, if mm -hmm. you ask them to speak in your life, right? And then you guys know, I'm sure if you're counseling someone... You don't want to just come out and be like, oh, you're messed up, like completely to boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you lead with a, you know, I don't know. There's a certain approach well, you, to it. You warm up to them and you win, yeah. you win their trust. Or, and... yeah, or if you already have an established relationship, then you're able just to be like, hey, man, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that's right. different, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where I come from. That's where I try to come from. I, I, uh, I'm going to make sure to, I try to build a, this is just in life, but also yeah. definitely at work as a manager, I, and I'm not perfect at it. I know there's some that will never warm up to me, and they just hate my guts for whatever. Right. You look kind of like the the guy who uh, took yeah, their ex girlfriend. Yeah, or <laughs> I look like their older brother. That they like give them noogies, and they just won't. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. something. I yeah. Or there's some it. people who just resist authority, no matter who you are, yeah. or whatever. Or there's a number of reasons, but mm -hmm. for the the majority of them, the reason I'm able to uh, kind of bridge that that gap is because I'm I built some sense of. Hey, they know I'm not out to get them. Like that's not mm -hmm. my goal here. Mm -hmm. Do I have to hold them accountable for certain things at times? And will I? Yes, but that's not what I'm about. My main goal is to give them all the tools and help they need to do their job more mm -hmm. effective. And they know that when they're doing that, they're helping me. Mm -hmm. I can help them, and it's a win-win. And yeah. mm -hmm. and the wheels turn the way they should. And and then when I'm just and I'll be cool with them. And we're and everything's going great. You know, I mean, I'll laugh at them. I, yeah. I know there's moments where they probably forget. Like, oh, this guy's my manager. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. and then I kind of. Remind them. No, okay. Right. Wow. But like, cause I had to remind myself more like right. in a, a, like a, uh, because you, you, you don't want to be that, you know, oh, we're just, we're just friends now, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, because mm -hmm. then they'll disrespect that authority. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be careful, but right. I've learned to kind of, and again, maneuver. I don't do it perfectly, but I, I maneuver it to where I'm, I'm walking that, 
that staying in that nice gray area of okay, I'm I'm being friendly, mm-hmm. we're cordial, we have a good relationship, mm-hmm. we'll laugh, crack up about something, right. or let's I find something too in common. Let's mm-hmm. say they're a UFC f- uh, fan, gotcha. So am I. So we'll talk about that, and then I, that's just boom. I don't even have to ever like know anything else. Like we just, we just talk UFC, yeah. Right. And then mm-hmm. we'll always kind of vibe off that, and right. you know, like oh, we're cool. Like yeah, Tommy's all right. Like he's you know we like mm-hmm. whatever, and yeah. and uh, and then I'll be like, hey man, like but. Like whatever, we'll talk about the fight, but hey, dude, like you can't be putting those boxes like that. Come yeah. on, you know. And yeah. then and then you're like, yeah, my bad. And you know? he feels convicted to want to make yeah. that. Yeah, he wants to he, fix yeah. it for me. Like, hey, yeah. uh, you know, sorry, I'll fix That's that good. for you. You know. Yeah. And um, so so can I? Um, yeah, go yeah. On. Um, so one of the things that there's a lot of people who who will maneuver through life this this way, like successful, become a good manager, become a good whatever. But those people are not under the direct, not all of them, are not under the direct fire of the greatest enemy who has ever walked the face of the earth, taking down more loyal people than me, stronger people than you. You know my boss? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, (laughs) you had to take it. It was a good one. (laughs) So, but, but being that there is an enemy that wants to stop the the rare role that you're choosing to take on um one of the ways i know um that he attacks is when we're pers- people that have the gift of of gab call it the ability to maneuver is that when all the doors are closed or when no one's around to be attacked directly from him as being a fake or um, can s- slip into an identity crisis of like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Right, and you see people like Jim Carrey deal with things like this. Like, I don't know if you ever seen to what extent he de- deals with that. Yeah, I just saw him. Uh, I don't know if he still is, but the last couple of years, kind of off the rails with mm-hmm. things right. he's saying, right. and weird interviews. But and, a yeah. lot, yeah. But a lot of that comes from the attack of identity crisis of not knowing who I really. Yeah, it's am, like right? an existential crisis. Yeah. Right. yeah, right, and so. Being that a, when a person is well-rounded as far as, you know, like a people genius, I, w- I would I would say that that's a, a, a term that should be looked into, you know. I, my mom said that a long time ago about me, and I people see it genius? as a people genius. That's, that's yeah. a cool so, term, yeah. So, um, so when you meet somebody else who's a people genius, you kind of know what some of the things they're going to face, you know, like some of the things that are going to show up when things get start crashing around or whatever. Or just situations in your life, life altering things, losing somebody that you are not ready to lose, yeah. or whatever things that I faced in my life, and um, and so part of that identity crisis is like when you you, you like feel like you like all of a sudden a, a striking desire to cut out all of the bullcrap, like you're like I I can't you know I need to just be that I think I think it's important, and I'll be praying for you for this that all of all of your lines that you draw just come directly from the the word of God mm-hmm. because that's where the Lord's able to defend you and that character wise you can bend you can roll you can you can lift you can suppress you can do all of these things character wise right but you've never stood and said this is a line or this that didn't come directly from the Lord which is a, a heavier also instruction for you to be a man who is in the word mm-hmm. because a person like you, you, you can, you can read half as much and give twice as much. Mm. 
because of your natural ability. But the way that that begins to crack is internally, right? Because when, when you're, when you're fighting a war that people aren't aware you're fighting, you know, like internally when you're being attacked, yeah. when, you're, when you're dealing with things on your own, people like yourself, especially when people have a great sense of humor and they're very social, like it is, it is very rare that people are aware of the fight that they're in, you know? And so to they're that, the most, the least likely people to get asked like, Hey, how you doing? Exactly, or yeah, what, what are you going they're through? Going to, or yeah. you helped the, the thousand people yeah. already in the last month and nobody's helped you. Yeah. I know the feeling like, you know, you, 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 you leave, you leave the per you drop the person off in the warm home and people hug them. And then you're standing out in the, in, you know, mm -hmm. in the snow looking through the window and there's nobody there asking you how you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just want you to know that, you know, God will put people in your life that will understand that and they'll pray for you. But the way to really equip yourself, you know, with all that, like, where do I draw my lines as far as am I putting on too much? Am I, you know, am I, is just to remember that every decision you're making in your life is based off of the word of God mm -hmm. and, and that you'll, you'll decline any, anything that could do you benefit if it doesn't line up with yeah. the Lord, you know, and it's it's hard when you're up against that wall sometimes you know we saw we saw pence the other day right when he was like i unapologetically stand on this view about what was it marriage or abortion one of the ones mm -hmm. i talked about but I, I saw it immediately in that moment i was like that's that like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like if i get everything wrong mm -hmm. I need to say that I believe this. Oh, like yeah. I believe the Lord. That man, you know? is, yeah, he's a he's a he's a pillar. Man. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. I, and I don't think a lot of people, you know, I mean, like I know the way like the the world sees. Like I watch Saturday Night Live and stuff. Yeah, I know yeah. the way the world sees everybody. Oh, I do, yeah, I get it. But but to me, I'm a, I'm a I'm a, I'm a bit of a people genius, and I'm a person who perceives people's character. Mm -hmm. And when I could see people that have, you know, immovable qualities, I'm like my hats off. Even though like nobody even sees it you know yeah, <laughs> nobody yeah. even knows yeah. what this yeah. guy's dealing with you know but um but nonetheless i just want you to know like that'll be you know should the lord continue to open up doors in front of you that'll definitely be something i'd be i'll be thanks praying man. for you yeah, dude, and, and, and uh, i mean you're i appreciate everything you're saying right mm -hmm. now but uh you know not but but yeah no, i no. appreciate everything you're saying and i have a uh there's definitely you know uh you know truth in what you're saying as far as i mean it's all true but to me, you know, applicable and mm -hmm. is what I mean. And, um, not like a, not even so much like a, who am I kind of thing, you know, thankfully I've always been kind of grounded in that. And, and, that. and, and I think if I wasn't Christian now, I think it would, I wouldn't be maybe as bad as Jim Carrey, but I'd be mm -hmm. out, I'd be in that kind of a, um, I, one reason real quick, um, it's, it's not totally a tangent, but, uh, going to acting real quick on why I like it is I like that ability to, be somebody else to to take on someone else's shoes and kind of whatever pretend mm -hmm. uh, to live in that and and kind of with empathy and, and feel like okay what's it like to be this type of body that role yeah body that role and i i'm able to adapt and kind of do different things so i'm like okay i like that and i like the challenge of it like can you could you do this and that you know and i know you could definitely go down some dark uh paths if you if you do that you know too well, much well and but. again well, to what i said is that you'll be under the unique attack of an enemy who needs to destroy what you're uniquely choosing to do you know yeah what I'm saying? right but anyways yeah. continuing no so uh but i so yeah i've always felt it but it's more of a um i think 
I don't know how to put it. Like I, I'm not going to go act like I'm not mother Teresa. I'm not going out there and just helping people and stuff, you know, like, Oh yeah. I'm, you know, <laughs> but I have this where I give a lot, you know, like I'm going to not like, I'm going to, Hey, I'm going to spend time with this person, this person, this person. I have a lot of friends and I, I call them friends because, um, <laughs> maybe they don't even see it the same way. They might just be like, Oh yeah, he's cool or whatever. But I, if anyone who I've like broke bread with or we've laughed they or we like, yeah, you. like it's a friend, you know, or, mm we've ever in any way kind of like maybe we've met up more than twice. Like, okay, it's a friend, you know? Um, but even more than that, like actual friends, like people that everyone would consider a friend. I have a lot of them. I think one thing that my mom was giving me kind of like props for was that I've always been the, someone who keeps contact and keep, mm -hmm. makes an effort mm -hmm. to, to not let these people just fade away. Like I mentioned at the start of this podcast, the, I have some of my, good friends are from, from my elementary school days at, my, at the private school. And I'm not going to act like it was only me, no, but, but I get what you're saying. a lot of it is. And then some of my, my siblings who are awesome people. And I think you've met a couple of them yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, they, uh, well, my oldest brother, he's outgoing too, but I'm the only one really that has that. that. Like I, mm -hmm. I kept like friends from way back and, um, and even friends who maybe like we don't we don't hang out that much at all anymore because this their walk is just totally anti God right. and all that. But like I'll keep them in that ability to like, well, Lord, anytime you want me to like plant that seed again or or you keep that door open. Yeah, I keep that door open, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, because once you close it, most people like it's yeah, you know, I mean, God can do all things, right? But it's yeah. No, it's I got you. yeah, it's it's more unlikely that you know maybe someone else in their in their life will. God will bring to them again, but like you kind of, for you and them, it's been closed, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I have that and I, I keep in contact with people and I try to, I, I guess it's a way of like showing love to people, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm going to sit down. I like to meet with, I'm great in big crowds, but I'm also a pretty good one-on-one, -on -one, you know, like mm -hmm. I try to like spend time with people. And, um, <laughs> I've realized though at times, like there's literally been weeks where every day, um, I'm like I'm meeting with somebody and it's it, it's just hanging out or talking or whatever. Sometimes two, maybe even three a day. Like, oh, I'm meeting with, I got Sal. I'm having lunch mm -hmm. with Sal. And I'm having dinner with so-and-so. <laughs> then the next day, I'm having breakfast with this person. And I... Wow. I, I, props to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tone it down a lot. She she kind of doesn't... Well, she probably feels she knows, but she really doesn't. Because yeah. before we were dating is when I was, like, really like that right. um, a lot. I'm and just saying being in a relationship with somebody that has that personality yeah and i'm, lear and I'm learning because yeah. she's told me sometimes like i i can and uh, yeah. <laughs> I, i'll put like uh, other like i just kind of like oh i'm gonna reach and sometimes it's fun like we're just having fun other times it's it's just a a way of keeping that connection with this person you know and i know it's relationships are fickle things if you don't if you don't nurture them if you don't I've invest learned. in them they're, they're, the they, way, they will yeah. fade yeah and and uh I mean, some of them are people we just like, well, they hate the fact that I like Trump or whatever, right? Like, we're going to argue about that, uh, but we're still friends, you know? Mm, like, yeah. I had lunch with a buddy this week. Like, he was one of the main guys had my back on the campaign, like, lifting signs for me, helping me with my website. Like, he put in a lot of work. And we'll, like, argue, like, about Trump, you know what I mean? Like, and, like, he doesn't like how, like, I'll support mm -hmm. this and that. And, mm -hmm. and it'll even get heated in but the that's past. that's cool, bro. I yeah. Like, I but like, like kind of. And I think it's for him, he, well, he's basically, he said in so many words, but, like, he knows who I am. Mm -hmm. And he knows those convictions I stand on, even though if he doesn't agree with all of them. Yeah. 
Um, and he knows ultimately, like, I want to do my best and, and I'm not, you know, and I'm serious. A man of character. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he knows what friend I've been to him mm. and that it's been. So that so, actually overrides all the other things. Yeah. That he doesn't like, as it should. You. And That's it's, cool. and it really, and it's really back on him as a good quality too. The right fact on. that he's able to see that and he's do that. not one of these that just like turns a blind eye. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I had a lot of the others too, though, who I'm were like, sure. like that girl I mentioned yeah. earlier, despite how kind Hates I was to guts. her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and despite the fact that like I, you know, I ministered to her and I was, you know, very polite with her and, and all that, she was still able to just be like, oh, like F you, you know, yeah. and, and you know what <laughs> I mean? And so again, we weren't friends like I am with this guy, but it's that same concept mm. of I was able to, uh, he, so it's a good quality on his part too. Like he's able to be like, you know what? No, like the other stuff is, is less, you know, it's not yeah. as important mm-hmm. who we're voting for. I, I like, I know this guy, Yeah. you mm-hmm. know? So it does hurt when I, cause I not going to lie to you guys. It was kind of, it did hurt when I had a couple friends who cut be, you off because mm-hmm. they're left leaning. Like they didn't wow. want anything to do with my campaign. Like, like I have meals with these guys. We've been hanging out since college. Like we, they even said if one of us runs, we'll help each other out, knowing that we have different political views. But they and mm-hmm. yeah, and two of them just like no, like, and didn't even tell me directly. Like one of my other buddies had to like, had to like, hey, out. what's going on, guys? That's and I wasn't gonna beg anyone to come help me on For my sure. campaign. So, um, yeah. Well, if you ever want to find out who like some of your true friends are, like run for office, like you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll find out real quick. Or, and then some wow. random dude that you were like, said what's up to in high school, like, we'll, like shoot, we'll shoot you, you I got you, bro. Like, boom, sends you a hundred bucks. You're like, what? It's you kind know? of like that yeah. when you're starting a church. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dude, like awesome, you know? And then like your best homie won't like even be there or like, yeah, like, sorry, dude, can't, mm-hmm. you can't send me 20 bucks, you yeah. know? Like, so you'll, you'll see some yeah. of that going on. And I'm, I'm pray for me on this one, but I'm trying to like, like, where do I, do I, do I like, okay, you're cut off for that? Mm. Or is it like, do I forgive? Yeah. Or is it, is it mm. a, is it neither? Just like, okay, like, well, you know, just let it be. And yeah. you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, the one side of me, like the fleshy side, like, for no, sure. oh, forget them, you know, yeah. like they have no part of it with me anymore, you know, but I don't yeah. think that's the Christ reaction. Yeah. So, well, I think one of the things like that the Lord, whenever he's specifically giving one of us regular people an opportunity to do something, that he's really got his hand on, right? He's always going to put those little forks in the road for us to obtain the ability to believe we can do things in our own strength um, and then simultaneously remind us that we got to where we're at because of him. And it's always a tougher battle the more talented we are, right? Because you could look at somebody who did something amazing, they're not very talented, and they're just like, it was God. So then, and you're like, it was God. That's awesome. But then that leaves you in a strange boat where you're like, um, so what about the talented person though? Like Mm -hmm. what, you know, and I think of stuff like that with like music, right? Like I make music. So it's like, so do I. Oh, do you? Yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) 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 So no, it's cool. Um, so, um, but yeah, you know, I, I think, the important thing is is just maintaining that knowledge in your mind that it's only God who can open up the doors and then just utilizing your talents mm. in the doors that he opens. That's hundred that's great yeah. stuff, man. That's gold right there. Because I, I um that's you probably just hit the nail being like um transparent or vulnerable here or whatever. Mm. I, I have like that's probably my biggest um if not my biggest, one of my biggest downfalls, or even, I don't know if it's probably a sin, uh, is the, 
relying on my own strength and and, not, and it's weird it's because it's not even maybe it is I, I don't it's not like in a donald trump way mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like i'm just the greatest the best mm-hmm. i can do this without anybody kind yeah. of thing mm-hmm. um cause it's not that there might be some of that like oh mm-hmm. i'm talented i could do this mm-hmm. or or i i can do it on my own mm-hmm. but um i think it's more of like a oh excitement cool thanks god mm-hmm. i got it from here and yeah. i kind of just like run off with mm-hmm. like whatever i'm doing and then i forget to like well, hold on, God. Is this what you want me doing? And mm. if and sometimes if I'm pretty sure it is, then okay, cool. Then I, yeah. that doesn't mean you just forget about God though. Like, mm-hmm. and I have yeah. that problem of like, for example, running for for office, right? Like, okay, I do believe that's what God wanted me to do, um, and that has He's called me to do. And uh, but I'll kind of like do that and like, okay, cool. I know I'm doing the right thing. But then throughout the process, I'm not continually looking to Him or seeking Him or, and mm. and um. He's been very gracious with me, but I think that times you're going to, I don't know if like maybe, but I got my butt kicked in the campaign, but I don't know, or not in the campaign, but in, on the uh, results, right? Mm-hmm. The election. And I, there's a number of reasons mm-hmm. uh, to why I think, but um, I think God will kind of let you take a little bit of a fall or let you take a, uh, a learn your lesson, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like why you need him again, you know? Or why you should always need him, not yeah. just like at the start or at the finish, or you know, um, and uh, that's something that for me that's a big deal because like, and and what's weird is though I don't like. There's times where, and maybe it's just like I'm a pity party, but there's times where I honestly don't think like because uh, I'm not, and I know people who are way more talented than me in everything, you know, uh, yeah. or at least in like music, like oh way more because I, I don't like playing an instrument or anything, but I have a buddy of mine who I who I make music with, and he's awesome, and but he's just one of those guys like talented. Like, I don't know, let's say you skateboard, right? And that's your thing. Like, you're the skateboard guy. He's not going to be as good as you, but he'll jump on and he won't be like, let's say you and me can't at all. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. he'll he'll jump on and look all right. You know, like, dang, like, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah or he'll Natural. just, yeah. And then anything music related, forget it. Like, he's super talented. But even like witnessing, he just goes in there and he's like super bold mm-hmm. and just goes after it. And you're like, dang, or... um uh, like a just or I don't know editing something on a computer like dude how do you like you know it's just like all these like mm. different like things are like dude you're just like blessed with talents mm. you know so there's times where I'm like man I don't what do I like I don't have anything like that you know um but then there's other days where I'm that's my point though it's like it's, yeah. it's me right I'm coming from my own how I'm feeling or how mm. I'm thinking about myself or whoever complimented me last or whoever put me down last mm. you know instead mm. of being rooted in what does God say about me? How yeah. has God made me? You know, and there is moments like that, and that's when I thrive the most. But I think it's, I have, I did a, it's, a, it should be a daily, mm. for me anyway, until it's so, so rooted, but a daily reminder, mm. and 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 probably even a couple times throughout the day. Mm. You know, well, that's um, a that's a good lesson. I I'm reminded of Paul real quick. I you kind of remind me of him. I'm tracking with your story this whole way and seeing how you have been prepared specifically with all these different like gifts, abilities, kind of like Paul. Paul was super cultural. He was born in Cilicia, meaning he had Roman citizenship. Yeah. He was a Jew. He was induced in Greek culture, able to talk to all these three different like regions. And then he had it in his heart after God saved him. Like, I want to go talk to my Jewish brothers. And if I could just get in front of them and tell them my testimony, like they'll follow me. They'll listen gets to that place in life. God brings him there in chains, preaches one of the best testimonies ever, and then riot. They beat him up and throw him in prison. 
And at that point, I'm wondering, like, man, like, he probably felt like he failed. Right. He probably felt like, dude, like, all this work, I've this my whole life moment. Of or God left this abandoned pain. him. Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and then God tells him, be of good cheer, Paul. Like, you've witnessed to me in Jerusalem. I'm also going to take you to Rome now. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, that kind of reminds me of you and what you're doing and how God just used all these events in your life to bring you to this moment here now. And I'm kind of curious, too, like, if you could maybe expound a little bit more on that whole campaign, like yeah. some yeah, so of the how things did you this went whole, through. How did this yeah. I know, I'm so, sorry, I'm taking so long. No, no, don't no, 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 be sorry. Your first fine. question. Yeah, this is what we do. This is what we do, bro. So let, let's move the story a little bit along, which will probably be picked apart with a lot of our conversation yeah. as well. But um, so you're, you're, you're in this place, Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. and now the transition into where you were at. Let's get there. Like yeah. where, what recently happened. Okay. So you recently... So, uh, so yeah, so Parks and Rec, um, uh, it's a two-year appointment term. Uh, so that was March 2018 when I got sworn in, and then I, I, March 2019, I got chairman. So this is important because I just felt, and I was not, honestly, not even right away, maybe about like a few months after, but I was kind of like, oh, Lord, okay, so you went from taking me in 2017 to like, I think it was 27 yeah like slapping me on the head and telling me to get involved in local politics mm-hmm. right and then so i was just sitting in the council meetings and then i get appointed early uh you know march um well february and then by march 2018 i'm getting sworn in as a commissioner and that happened all within a six to eight month time period mm-hmm. and and i was trying to say earlier like i just believe it was complete um god's reward for me for being obedient like plain and simple you know just obedience and maybe a little bit of rewarding that faith of, of doing it you know because it's not hard to just sit in a meeting, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I was, um, so then that took me to March, uh, 2019 where I was kind of the only choice to be chairman. And what I mean by that is, um, that's not a cocky statement. I mean, in uh, one, um, so the vice chair, the vice, yeah, the vice chair, she was chair of the year before. So typically you want to share the love a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now it's commonplace for the vice chair to then become chair, but she was chair the year before. So it's like chair, vice chair, chair, like, Didn't you know, really, there's yeah. five of us. Like, you know, you'd kind of want to share that with other people. Right. Mm-hmm. So she was out, so, you know, then the other guy who's the chairman that year, just 2018 into 2019. Right. He's can, you know, again, can, but you just did it this year. So, mm-hmm. cause it's one year to be the chairman or chairwoman. And, uh, and then, uh, one of the commissioners was uh, in uh, very bad health. Um, she was battling a lot of, like, um, well, yeah. Physical ailments. Very physical, yeah. And I wasn't sure if she'll even continue. And um, and God uh, has been, you know, she's a believer too, so she was sharing a lot of things with me that were pretty mm-hmm. powerful. But she wasn't, like, taking on a higher, a bigger role with it when it wasn't a good idea. Um, and I don't think she wanted to at the time. And then, so there's three out. And then uh, the other guy was new a brand new commissioner. Like, you know, you don't usually like if, Hey, you day one is commissioner, you're chairman, you know, like it doesn't work that way. Mm. Uh, again, there's no rules against it, but it's kind of like, okay, mm. so then, and then me. So like, that's, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it was kind of like, you're the chairman right now. You were chairman last year. You're battling a lot of uh, sickness. Mm-hmm. You're brand new. And then there's Tommy. That's, that's how it was. So I was like, Oh, okay. So I didn't have to like, they're like, Oh yeah, I think we should pick Tommy. <laughs> like, okay. So they made me chairman. And all that is, I'm still commissioner, but as chairman, I was the one that would run the meeting. So I, I would do the majority of the talking. I'd call on the wow. other commissioners if they want to say something. Like, 
if you ever hear, if you ever seen like a congressional hearing where there's the, oh, Mr. Chairman, they're kind of like, yeah, yeah. all right, we call on the lady from Nebraska. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like they're just kind of like running the show. Yeah, it's yeah. like that on a much smaller yeah. scale. Mm-hmm. And um, um, so, yeah, if there's like public comments, I'm the one going through the meeting. Uh, the, in fact, the director even goes, all right, Chairman, it's your meeting. Mm. You know, like when we started and then I'll, I'm, I could delay it. Like, you know what? Uh, it's five minutes. We're going to wait for a commissioner so and so longer. Mm. Cause I got the gavel. I could like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. you know what? Let's start it now. Or I'm going to start okay. it a couple minutes early. Whatever. Like uh, you have a little, like yeah. little authority yeah, like yeah. that. I've seen those two surfer dudes who would go up. It's like on Instagram and they go and they would just like complain that they need to like allow them to party. Have you seen those guys? Yeah, I have I actually. Names, I have. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. hilarious. They go to the, they, they, they go to like official meetings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go. Trying to get and rights they, to yeah, party. Like to yeah. party. Yeah. He's like, Gotta yeah. fight for your right to and party. They, they have to give them to the floor. Too. Oh, it's, <laughs> a, it's it's actually pretty hilarious. Yeah. Some guys get upset though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. For yeah, sure. when they're talking to for them. Sure. Some like you can tell like want to laugh. The other ones are like up for like, oh man, they wanna It's a big joke. Yeah. Yeah, they go there and they're like they make they act like it's some serious issue they have with it. Five minutes of the floor and they just talk, yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, that, as chairman, that's kind of how it was. But so that was 2019. I felt God kind of bringing me into, okay, Lord, you brought me from 2017, giving the giving me that that. Well, it's a little, but I think it's in the can be a big revelation to get involved in local politics. 2018, uh, boom, commissioner. 2019, I'm chairman. Hmm. And I don't know, maybe maybe it was me, maybe it wasn't God. I, I, you know, I think time will tell. But I was like, okay, well, 2020, like. The only uh, upward step is city council, you know, um, and then it would be like boom, like one year after the next, like God just like elevating mm-hmm. me, right? And uh, so I thought about that, and then here comes December twenty nineteen. One of the city council members who's been there since I was like a baby, like two three years old, on the she just would keep getting reelected. She resigns because she's moving like out of town, like she just up and res- resigns for a seat. So that creates a vacancy on the council. Mm. So in January, they ha- and then they have to go through this whole, are we going to do a special election or are we going to do a appointment process? Now I was like, oh, appointment process, because that's easy. Mm. It's just you, f- you fill out a form, you write whatever they want to do, you do an interview, and then they could pick you. And you don't have to run a campaign or anything. So they were thinking about what they're going to do. Long story short, they had to, like they didn't even have a choice because there's like a stipulation if there's a vacancy and you're going to put on a special election, it has to be within, it can't be within uh, so many months of a general election, which this one would have been mm. because we had a general election this year. So they basically had to do the appointment process. Plus it saves the city a lot of money, so it just makes more sense. But um, So I applied. This was in January. Um, and uh, I applied, and they made you write basically like an essay, like five questions, like why do you, why do you feel you should run, be... Uh, why are you qualified for city council? Another one is what are the main issues you see facing the city and so on. Right. So I wrote like paragraphs to each one, you know, um, did, you know, worked on it kind of diligently submitted that along with the resume and everything. And then, and then we had a video recorded live, um, interview that was, it's on like the city website and stuff. So for city council, so the four council members were up there and we went through this process. She was with me. I was like super nervous and, um, I think I was like one of the middle to go and uh, I I didn't do as good as I would have liked, but I, I did okay, you know, and I, th- I felt like considering everyone that was there, I would have put myself maybe like top three mm-hmm. of the choices. Like there was, cause there was like at least two others, like, okay, like those guys are pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they, they seem like they'd be good candidates. And then they, they uh, picked, 
one lady which I it's like didn't again I'm not nothing against her but it's like I didn't see that coming you know and um a lot of people didn't either and the way it kind of went down we were all like uh it it rubbed some of us Someone's the wrong ways. Someone's voter fraud. Yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh, uh, you know, um, I don't know about that. So um, you saw a couple of twenty dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just I know she she had like a relationship yeah, no, with gotcha. the council with, with some of the majority of the council, and, and I'm not trying to put too much out there, but I was like, okay, it just it, it bothered me a little bit, rubbed mm. me the wrong way. Yeah, a- as did it some other people. So that was a huge motivator in running. Mm. Um, not my, I didn't decide, but it was a, it was a, it started, I think, uh, my mom and fiance, well, girlfriend at the time were like, Oh, I noticed you've been talking about running for council more than you were before. Like it wasn't as much on your mind, you know? Mm. I was like, it kind of made me want to like, think about it more like, no, no, like let's let the people decide, you know, like the way, the OG way, you know, let's go, let's go back at that. (laughs) Let's let's run it back. You know? And so I was, um, that was part, part of it. Right. And then, um, Another, the main thing that kind of made me want to, uh, that I decided like I'm going to run is uh, I was planning on proposing mm-hmm. and April of this year was going to be our one year of um, dating. Uh, and I was, so she didn't know this, but I was going to planning on, you know, getting a ring, talking to her dad and going through all, all the motions. And then on April 11th would have been like our one year from our like first real date. And I would have asked her on the 11th. And, but as you guys know, that's right when COVID went like crazy. Oh. Like yeah. it happened in late Mar- late March, mm-hmm. and then by April they're like shut it down, and you know like everything's closing, and yeah. the world's going crazy. I was like, what's going on? And so that just like stopped all my plans. And then uh, as far as like proposing, so my plan, just so you know, was propose, contingent upon her saying yes. We would then <laughs> get married around like um, fall, like no, like around this time, November ish. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's right, the same month of the election. So I don't want to be the exact frame of me running a uh, campaign and doing the wedding and all that planning in, in the same time frame. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, so the wedding takes, you know, precedent and that's, that's going to be, I could run later. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, but then that got halted and, you know, and then, then partly me just getting in this weird like COVID phase where like, we're just like going through the motions working. Cause I would, we kept working We're you know, Walmart's warehouse, like we got busier actually. Mm-hmm. So just keep working. And then, uh, I got in this little motion and like all of a sudden it's July and I'm like, man, I haven't even, what's going on? Like, you know, or yeah. some things are kind of open some yeah. things are still closed. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I gotta, you know, I, I can't let this just like stop my whole life, you know? And so I, uh, mm. I went and a couple, uh, diamond places had opened back up. And, and so I went and got the ring, uh, talked to her dad and, you know, did everything right. And then, uh, I'll spare you the details on the proposal, but that was, and then I proposed in late, uh, on the 28th, I think of, uh, July. And, um, basically when I realized all that, I was a little before that, actually, when I knew I was going to propose and it was going to be in July and then I knew, okay, well, the wedding's not going to happen until next year. Then it's not going to happen until, uh, 2021. I kind of was like, oh, well, well, why not then? The camp, the, like the election isn't moving. Right. It's still in November, 2020, you know, why not then? So, because the main reason, so the whole vacancy and, you know, not the way it went down and all that p- coupled with the uh, engagement slash wedding getting pushed back was the kind of, I'm like, okay, Lord, what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to like, you know, and I was praying about it. I honestly didn't get a great, like, yes, do it or don't do it. But I felt like I had enough confirmation from people who were close to me, 
my mom, if you know her, isn't like your typical mom who's like, um, I love my mom to death, but she's kind of like the tough love mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she, like, if you're not good at something, she's not going to tell you you're good at it, you know? That's cool. And, yeah, and um, so when she was so, like, yeah, like, I, I, and she came to me, like, serious one day, like, I, I think you should do it, you know? And I know she prays, too, so that's something yeah. that I was considering as well, like, okay. And, and she's then, not just like, my little boys didn't do it. She's like, she No, that's straight. not her yeah, at all, yeah. yeah. Like, that's my grandma, you yeah, know, yeah, but, like, her mom. <laughs> but, no, my mom, no, she'd be like, oh no like this yeah, yeah, or yeah. or even at least like i don't know pray yeah, about it right. but she was like i think you should do it like serious yeah. and then uh, i talked to my oldest brother and he was um <laughs> he said yolo right yolo like he was like half playing <laughs> around but then he was then he backed it up with like being serious like no like for real like you know why not like, mm. like right. and that whole like you only live once mindset is just kind of hit me too like it's so true like god only give us god has only given us one life like mm. i don't get a redo this i'm not gonna be able to ever again go back and be like hey like in my i'm in my 20s like let me go back to my 20s and try to run for an office or do something different like no it's gone and who knows i can die tomorrow like why not yeah. you know whatever like let's what have you got to lose yeah, yeah like let's try you it. won't regret the things you went yeah. for that didn't work out yeah but you will regret wondering what would happen if, if you it never did yeah. it yeah so those kind of things and then uh i was like you know what and uh of course my uh a girlfriend soon to be fiance was for it and so i'm like okay well all the people around me are are, are like saying yeah you know and lord like maybe that is your answer because I, I from god i didn't get a like a, a yes or no strongly mm-hmm. i did feel like not like covid happened for me but like you know mm-hmm. like there was events happening in life that he orchestrated and mm-hmm. i'm like you know what this is because I could just, I like I said, I just told myself, well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get married in November, mm-hmm. and that's that, you know. So election can wait two more years yeah. or four more years, whatever. And um, so yeah, I, I just decided, like, you know what? I, I had no idea what yeah. I was doing, zero. So, I, but I, I, I go and uh, oh, another little like thing that God just lines up, like uh, because it's coronavirus, the city clerk, the new city clerk, she would only be in the office. Now I didn't know this. I found this out every other Tuesday hmm. like that's it or something right and city hall and um I just happened I'm hanging out with my buddy who I do music with and I'm like well we're talking about it and he's like yeah man like go for it and and then I was like all right like let me call the city and I she's like okay yeah I'm here today it's it's my uh my one day this every other week you know that I'm here or something I'm like what you know, like that just tripped me out because she could have said, okay, let's make an appointment for next week. I'll meet you there, you know, and, and give you, because it's because of coronavirus, she's not working, she's working from home. But just the fact that she, I would have to like, okay, next Wednesday, let's meet at City Hall and you can mm-hmm. give me the papers I need. She was already there like that day. And in fact, she's like, yeah, but I go home in an hour. If you can be there like soon. I was, yeah. So I, I drive down there and she gives me a stack of papers this big, oh, like, boom. Yeah. yeah. Of like do's and don'ts and like camp. I'm like, do I need to hire like a campaign lawyer? And <laughs> So it's like a lot. So I ended up getting like a treasurer to help out with some of the forms. But um, I was just little things like that. Like, I don't know if you guys are you're tracking me on that one. But yeah, the fact mm-hmm. like of all the one day, I'm like, oh, let me think about it. it happened to be the day. Yeah, right. Of just a lot of, of stuff filing. that feels like the fingerprint of God. Yeah. And I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I pulled, they call it pulling papers. So you pull your papers to get to start your process for running. And, you know, I'll do a lot of things better if. And when I run next time, but like there's, I was just behind on a lot of it. Like I announced at a good time, but I didn't know what I was doing. I'm trying yeah. to make a, a logo and then, uh, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a campaign slogan and 
I'm just, you know, it's just so everything was like a learn, a huge yeah, learning experience. Sure. So, I mean, so I think maybe I feel like that right now with our recent album that we dropped on Max. Yeah. Like, Trying to learn everything, trying to learn everything, dude. But I I love what you're talking about, though, like of taking that leap of faith, because I think sometimes we are looking for the Shekinah glory of God to come down and tell me, like He said yes, and everything's gonna work out. You know, I think just even I was talking with one of my friends just in terms of relationships, because he's going through like discerning God's voice and failures in the past and it's like you know what dude like you don't know like we don't know like you go with the wisdom that god's given you the people he's placed you around and you're not promised tomorrow like if god brought someone in your life and you saw like they were showing examples of christian character and you went for it and it didn't work out doesn't mean you're in sin right you know, it's like God allows these things in our life so that we can grow, mature, and it teaches us like, okay, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't do yeah. that. But I think sometimes when we get just pigeonholed into that place of like, well, unless like the Lord gives me but the Bible verse that's written on the floor, like then I'm not going to move forward. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I encourage Christians who are abiding in Christ and are not in sin to really pray and ask God for discernment and then do what he puts the desire in your heart to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I got to remind myself of trying to be that middle of the road because I, I, like I said earlier, I can kind of be the other end of where Mm. like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to do stuff. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and, and and honestly, it's like, I, I, it's a good and a bad thing. Like I thank you Lord for your grace after, but I'm Mm. also like, Oh, well, that didn't end up so bad. So now I'm just going to do something, you know, it's like, well, God, God, it's kind of covering me. And he happens to like, either it works out and where it is, oh, it's okay. Or it even works out great. And I didn't really even take it to God, but he just kind of had my back anyway, you know? So I got to be careful with that to be like, okay, Lord, I don't want to like what the, you know, uh, I don't know what the word is like, you know, mock you or just think like, oh, I'm going to do whatever. And you're just going to, you know. Like, I, I know he'll take care of me. You right. know what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, like, yeah, I want to make sure I lean on him. For you know? sure. Yeah. I got something for you, Tommy. I, I really do, man. Um, so uh, God's often spoke to me um, concerning the topic of, of soup. <laughs> so mm. I'll, I'll share something with you. Um, so, like, if you're making a good, you know, not, not for a vegetarian, but just a good vegetable soup, mm-hmm. you know, you use oftentimes like a good chicken broth, right? Like, you know, you get a solid broth going and then yeah. add all the vegetables and the right seasonings and stuff and make yourself a really awesome vegetable soup, you know. But it's it it's not chicken soup. It's vegetable soup, even though it's got chicken stock in it to make it flavorful. Yeah. But you can't really call it chicken soup until there's at least a certain degree of chicken in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like... And you said earlier that as this thing unfolds, that uh, I guess you'll you you said kind of jokingly. I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out if it was like me or God, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And I'm with you. I've, I've had a lot of chapters in my life, and he has too. And um, um, so I'm not an, an expert by any means, but this is something the Lord gave me, I think, for you, dude. So, um, so the 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 big difference between God's will if it was all him or if it was all you is how much of God is in you because it's not chicken soup until it's got a certain degree of chicken in it Mm -hmm. and you're a talented dude 
you know, and I don't doubt that even just from the things that God gave you, not that he's doing, but just that he gave you, that you, you, you'll go far. Like there's a, there's a lot of things you can accomplish. Um, but I think this is important, dude, at this stage, right where you're at right now. And what is going to happen from here on is the, the definitive line between something being God's will and it being our own is how much of God is in us. Because, you know, we, we can, and Christians do it all the time. Like we can do our thing and, and give God glory, you know? Yeah. Like, and, but it is another whole other thing when you're doing God's thing, you know? And, um, I think God purposefully puts us in a place where we can kind of, without realizing it, choose whether it's God's will or not. Because we begin to, you know, lean heavy on our strengths or know that his grace, he's with us. He is, bro. He's not walking away from you because you're not on your word every single day. Mm-hmm. And But it's a choice that you make to add more of that ingredient in your life to make it where your life. And here's the crazy part, bro. And I'm not trying to, you know, always keeping in mind that there's a possibility that if it's more Tommy, you win. And if it's more God, you lose. But see, the the big question in your life, Tommy, that you always want to know is, do I want God's will for my life? Mm -hmm. And once you settle 100%, like, that's what I want, God. I don't care if I look like a fool, you know. Um, I want your will in my life. Then the one guarantee that we have is that we will be the most effective our life can possibly be for the kingdom of God when we are fully in his will. And I can assure you, bro, like, you know, you have my prayers, dude. Thanks. You know, and, and, you know, what I share with you, I hope is beyond just like winning or something, you know, it's, it's because that's, that's, it took, I wish I would have learned these things before I became, you know, before I had to take some beatings I had to take. You know, but I'll tell you what, bro, like I've seen people blow right by me who had less than I had capability wise. And I've eaten humble pie, dude. Mm -hmm. And I've also been through traumatic things to the degree that I lost a lot of my confidence. Like I was a threefold, fourfold type of person. And then, you know, traumatic experience robbed me of like two or three of those things. And now all I had was this little scrap here, you know. But I do thank him for that, you know, because it was the only way that a knucklehead like me was going to learn that lesson, you know. And so, but better is the man who can learn the lesson because he hears what God's saying to him than a man who just carries on in his own way until until he's got to be broken, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, dude, it's it's a, what a, what a joy it is to hear your story, bro, and to see, like, to see an anointed person, uh, like, I don't want want to overly spiritualize it to see a talented person that God gave you. Like you're, you're, you're very perceptive. You really are. I see that, you know, you're picking up a lot and, and you speak not just about your own blind little single perspective. It's like, there's a lot of angles to what you're saying, Mm -hmm. you know, and I dig that, you know, I, I, and I'll, and I'll be, I'll definitely be praying for you dude and for Thanks. those and, and, and i hope that some of these things that god's teaching gonna teach you through marriage and all that 
will be refining and defining of like the man you're becoming as God's molding you. And, you know, one thing I want to say to you real quick is a parenthesis statement, but since there's two guys that are heading towards marriage, I'll, I'm going to seize the opportunity, you know, and that is when you face the difficulties that come upon you because of the frailties of your significant other, when you face the things that you're like, you know, when you're looking at other Christians and they seem to have it easy in an area concerning marriage that you're struggling or you're yeah. seeing the frailty of the person you're in love with and that how that's hurting what you're trying to do or whatever. Know this, that um, Jesus has the most difficult bride. Like, we're the bride of Christ. Mm-hmm. And he it isn't a mark on the effective and awesomeness of a groom. It isn't a mark against him when when he's catering or when he's when he I don't want to say catering that's the wrong word when he's tending and loving to the frailties of his wife because men for some reason think that the greatest marriages and the greatest men are the ones that have just some submissive woman that's just doing whatever they say right. and just like never you know never has her own issues where she's falling apart or whatever but you know if that's the mark of the greatness, then certainly Christ is out of that category because his bride is like very difficult, <laughs> yeah. right? So that's be, very that's an interesting way to like think of it. Yeah, that that's I never even thought of it like that. And neither yeah. did I until yeah. I, I was in it, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I I've read the you know I know it says that the scripture like yeah. we're the bride of Christ right. and like I've I've heard sermons on being the bride of Christ, mm-hmm. but I never. And, and that we should treat the wife the way God, you know, like I got, <laughs> but the exact way you put it was very yeah. like, whoa, you know, yeah. that was, uh, yeah, we're yeah. a bad bride sometimes. Yeah. 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 Not, yeah. Not just on that one, but on the end of what we're supposed to do mm, to be yeah. like a good yeah. groom. Yeah. Cause you find, yeah. especially when you're a man who has, who feels that you've had, a, you have a tremendous calling to do big things. And one of the biggest ways that Satan will attack the person you love the most is by making them feel like they're the reason you can't do it. Mm. Or like mm-hmm. they're the reason why you can't do what God made you to do, and when you, even worse, when Satan's infected your mind with that, and you begin projecting that stuff onto a person, right. that you're you're crippling me to do what God made me to do, mm-hmm. and that's when a person needs to stop and remember what like that thing I just shared with you. You know, like, well, Christ's power was magnified in the way that He demonstrated to those that were frail around Him. Mm-hmm. And so that also is a mark of an amazing leader, right? Yeah. Like a person who, who can judo <laughs> like frail people into, into more strength, right? more, more personal strength. You become a person who's even more dynamic because you know how to work with people, you know? So Yeah. No, that's su- awesome, man. That's super like- dope. Golden little nuggets there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna chew on those tonight. Like, yeah, I'll that's like, no really, I'll man. That's good stuff. Yeah. I think we're getting married like a week apart too, or something. Really? Are you getting married in April? A- April, April twenty twenty one. Yeah, a- April third. So right. for me, it's four three two one. Four three two. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy. crazy. Do you yeah. get I'll invite you to my bachelor party. Uh, uh, I don't. No. Oh, yeah, I'm it, to, I haven't even figured out what we're doing yet. We're in a little COVID party or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll keep it hushed. We won't make you look like Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my boy. Right oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you hear his apology? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've it's, seen all these memes where it's like him in a clown outfit. Yeah, like. dude, he's, yeah. he's like, we're, uh, we're all human and we fall short sometimes. <laughs> you know? and I, uh, when I got there, it was quite larger than I thought it would be. And uh, so I, I should have got up right away and drove away. I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> he's like, I, I should have just turned back. And like, first of all, who's going to do that? You know, yeah, it's funny. like, hey, where'd the governor go? Oh, you know, but I did. It's just like, don't pretend that you didn't yeah. know. If you're going to apologize, just say, hey, you know what? That's funny. Dude. Like part of what he said was good, but it's, you know, I know he doesn't mean any of it, but mm. it's like, just fake it better. Like, don't say like, I should have got up and drove away. (laughs) (laughs) And it was bigger than I thought it would be. It was, I don't know. I was watching it just like, Oh my gosh. Interesting. I, um, I want to ask you, um, Finish your because I, w- I want to get into your political views, dude. I really do. <laughs> like, I feel like you've shared a lot of that, I'm but very, I also kind of, I also yeah. kind of want to. Um, so what happened at the end of this campaign? <laughs> I lost, yeah, no, I lost pie in the face, pie he in said. The face. Yeah. yeah, no, it was tough, <laughs> huh? yeah, it was, it was a uh, humble pie, yeah, not humble pie. I, I, I didn't think I was gonna win. To be honest, okay. mm. but not in a. Uh, I don't think it. Yeah, please, thanks. Not in a bad way, but. I got it's you. It's just like it was a stretch, you know. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm down, Lord. Let's go. Yeah, but you're never right. like, I should. I should have all worked. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's like, hey man, Mike, <laughs> you're, you're gonna fight Conor McGregor yeah. like in six oh, months. Like, train, all right? You're like, yeah, like you don't. Like you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Like big payday, cool, but. Like, I don't, you don't think yeah. you're going to win. Like, right. If you did, that'd be amazing. Yeah, but he like, slips. He, yeah, he, he slips, <laughs> ankle breaks. He's like, yeah. Taps oh, out. Yeah. Hits his chin on his own <laughs> knee. Yeah. Uh. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't, like, be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to win this. You know what? I mean, that's an, I'm exaggerating, but, yeah, you no, know, I, I thought you. I had a little bit better chance than that. But yeah, uh, no, I, kn- I, got you. I knew it was a, it would be a, for me to come in the top two. There were seven candidates. Okay. So mm-hmm. for two seats. So there's two seats that are open. Um, one is like the the incumbent. Um, she's been elected before, so she's running for re-election. Anytime you're running against any incumbent, this is true from local office all the way up to president. It, it's it's uh, tougher to beat them. Not impossible, but tougher. Um, you know, and uh, un- unless they're like horrible, right, or something. Mm. But or people it, are making them look really horrible. Or that, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and, and so. Uh, she's she's a good councilwoman like honestly if i wasn't in there like yeah like she would i've been like yeah like you know go vote for her but mm-hmm. you have to promote yourself when you're running you know yeah, but sure. um i like her a lot and res- respect her a lot i was like okay and then so we everyone knew she was gonna take first right so it was all like who's gonna take that second spot you know like mm-hmm. um and um there was who's catching the buffet uh, yeah the, I mean, the and then buffet. and then so the other lady is like the half incumbent because she was the one who was appointed back in january mm. and that's by the way this is a, don't quote me on this i can get fact checked but i think it's the most um candidates have run for a time bar city council race mm. i'm pretty sure mm. so even two so there's five members right two run and then are up like now in 2020 and then the next two years from now the other three will be up and then so on right so mm. every two years uh, because it's an odd number, so it's either two or three. Now, when there's three up, it's, you have better chances of winning because you could take third and win. Mm-hmm. This election, you take third, you're just the first place loser. Like Chances it looks good, like oh hey, you took third, but like you know you're, you're not gonna you yeah. know yeah you didn't get but elected. But you still sit at that table. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this time it was it was only two. So I knew that that's 
but I think so many people jumped into the race because, and I don't want to just say so many people, but like qualified people, because mm-hmm. a couple times in the past, um, like some people have run and like they weren't too serious people and like in the community, they weren't that even well known or they weren't a commissioner or they weren't, you know, they just like, you know, they didn't even campaign much at all, you know. Um, but this time it's like, all but one guy and, and he could have been a great candidate he just chose not to make signs or campaign at all he was the only one who who really didn't do anything for the campaign um but the other six of us were all like <laughs> we're in a slugfest you know like going we're all have signs we're all doing our little rallies doing trying to do everything we can do and then with covid i feel like it hurt me i'm sure it hurt every you know some people but me in particular because i'm you get to shine the way you could yeah your strong oh definitely not yeah in fact i had many people like Oh, like, yeah, we saw you on there. Like, you were okay on the, because we did like a little town hall debate thing. Like, but me, you know, person, like, oh, like, I, it's, you're way different. Yeah, you it's a lot real complicated. Yeah. And I was like, way different. That's not good. Like, maybe <laughs> a little better, but way different, you know? Like, how, man, yeah. you were a spaz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were stiff up there, but, you know, now you're cool, you know? So I was like, oh, man, I didn't, like, thanks, you know? And, but I had, um, so there was, I didn't get to shine the way I would, I, I did that. I didn't want to get point. the campaign the way I would have liked to. Yeah. Um, the whole like, Oh, don't come close. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, so there was just certain flaws and then mistakes I made because of that and other things that I was like looking back and like, man, I wish I would have done this differently. But, um, so there were seven of us running, uh, and for only top two seats so, oh, right there, it's not like looking good. Right. And then we all know that one lady's super popular. She turned out to be even more popular than we thought. Like, uh, there's, Everybody was just getting scraps. Even yeah, number two, yeah, huh? exactly. I mean, she she took so there's sixty thousand people in Diamond Bar. There's about thirty thousand registered voters, and everybody gets two votes. Not and even out of those thirty thousand, uh, not all about half of those vote. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? So it's like okay, so there's roughly give or take fifteen to twenty thousand people who are probably going to go vote, and then you have um, two votes that you could cast each. You could just vote for one person, but you could vote no more than two, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, you can't vote for the same person twice, though. So um, it makes the numbers look weird. So, like, there was, like, 30,000 votes casted, but about 18,000 people who voted, right? That makes sense? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you can. some people voted for two. A lot of them voted for two. Some gotcha. people didn't, though. That's why that number is okay. a little weird. Yeah. So you could go up there and be like, I'm voting for Sal and uh, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Or you could do I'm just gotcha. voting for Sal, you know? And that's it. So anyway, out of those, uh, yeah. those 30,000 or so votes, she took over 12,000 of them, you know, number one. And that's like, I think a record in Diamond Bar of the first place. Landslide. Yeah. Two years it, ago, yeah. the lady who took first took 10,000 and something. We're like, whoa, you know? And, and, uh, so she took 12. So props to her. Like, oh she yeah. Smashed she it. smashed it. Yeah. Yeah. The number two guy was the one who came out of nowhere. Not that he wasn't good or anything. It's just no one really, we didn't, I didn't think he would win. Not just me, but, uh, he was only been in the city a little while. He had his first commission meeting with me uh, like a month ago, two months ago, you know, so he wasn't even. What was his success? What do you think that was? Well, to be honest with you, I mean, it's not not be like totally PC to say, but uh, I think it's a it's a race and demographic thing in Diamond Mm -hmm. Bar. Um, The city's over 60 percent Asian, 60 something percent Asian. And um, he's Asian. He's Asian. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the top two are as well. Um, And then it's like 20 something percent Caucasian. I'll say it then. So they were like, we know this girl's good and this guy's Asian. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) In reality, that's kind of what it was because then I'll explain a little more. But there, so there was those two. And uh, and then um, 
then it's about 20 something percent white and then the uh, about 10 percent nine ten percent hispanic and the rest of the last like 10 percent is just like everything else right mm. so um i with that i was like okay I knew it would be a problem, but it was a bigger problem when I was going out. and uh, I was, I was. You needed to be put in front of people so you could win them over with your personality yeah. and your ability to yeah. communicate. Yeah, and, and that was hard. It didn't come through so to, didn't to Facebook right, posts. Right, yeah, right, and, for sure. And, uh, and then I also didn't do things like I didn't even know about it till like a few weeks before the end of the campaign, but about boosting your posts and mm. pain oh, yeah. and turning them into ads. And, and I'm like, why am I seeing everyone else's stuff? Oh, shoot. Like they boosted it. Mm. And then I finally go to boost it and they're like, oh, you have to do it like three weeks in advance because it's got to get, because it's a political post. It has to be uh, viewed, viewed and approved. And then they send you a, a snail mail thing. And I'm like, Oh, so all these people, they knew about this beforehand yeah. and that it props to them. Like, I guess they did research or whatever, but uh, that's what I mean. I was just, everything was learning. Like every step mm. of the way for me was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Let me try to figure out, this out. Write all this yeah. Stuff down and I was, so I was just trying to figure it all out. Like that's something now I know next time, like oh, I'm going to boost my posts early, you know, like get that approval that I need to get. Because then I think you only need to do it once, and then you can boost like as many posts as you want to. And it's honestly not even that expensive. So, mm. so um, you can target. You could put like what demographics you want to target, what political yeah, leanings. That stuff exists musically too. Yeah, mm. and it's 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 crazy. And I'm by the way, I'm like a dinosaur when it comes to social media and stuff. And, Me too. And like yeah, I'm, I got I'm, this kid right here. I'll yeah, I'm, I'm really bad. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I should have been born in like the '50s because I'm pretty bad with that. But so uh, anyway. That's like one thing that I learned a lot. And then I was inhibited with the not being able to hold large gatherings or, or you know, meet a lot of yeah. people face to face. And um, that hurt me. But then you look at the results of the election. There was this one guy, uh, uh, Sam. He was uh, he's Hispanic as well. Also conservative, Republican. I don't know. I mean, how conservative, but he comes off conservative. He's definitely a Republican. And um, he was all over the place. He had the most lawn signs than anybody like obvious like when you're driving through the city on people's properties which means votes right because mm. you could put a million in the streets so that's great that's, that just means you spend a lot of money and, but, and but have, yeah but people are backing you yeah right? but like if it's on people's property they're like oh i'm backing this guy like i'm voting for him you know and uh he had uh i talked to him after he said like 200 on people like so that's like diff 200 different households you know so mm. most have at least two you know right um but so everyone was viewing him as like one of the top dogs. Like he was going to either take second or third, like for sure, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, uh, so when the results came back and it was the one lady and then the other guy, the Asian second guy. Asian guy, and we're like, what? And then third place was the one who was appointed. And so she was also getting backed by the first place lady. Huh. They were, okay. they were backing each other. Got you. Okay. Plus she was getting endorsed by She's the, like, you'll go first and I'll go second. Yeah. Here. By mm -hmm. two of the other council members who aren't up for election, two of the three who aren't running right now, mm -hmm. we're endorsing those two. Okay. Okay. Which is huge because they have a big following of people. Sure. And they're like, Hey, vote this person, you know? So, Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, First and third had that going for them. Plus, first was already elected, and she's uh, and she's Asian, so that she had, and she's good, right? Yeah. Like she's a good councilwoman. So like she she killed it. And then the number two guy though, there was a four thousand gap. So he took eight, but eight thousand votes. But like just the, the first and second gap is huge. Yeah, you know. And uh, keep in mind there was only uh, eighteen thousand people right. who voted, so, right. and there was uh, thirty thousand votes altogether because right, 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 right. so out of, out of those there's a four thousand gap between first and second and then but after that it was like one thousand pretty much 
after everybody. Like everyone beat each other by like a thousand votes. Yeah, which isn't much. One thousand's like okay, you're in a you're in you know you're kind of close to them. But it, it went the two uh, Asians, the two Caucasians, and then the two Hispanics. So the guy who everyone thought would take second or third, I mean, we all did because. Like when he would post something, right, right, he would get the most likes by far, even mm. more than the number one lady. Mm. Like he would get like a so hundred something bang, likes. He was banging out the social media. Oh yeah. Stuff, yeah, he he came out with great videos, mm. he, and he was doing all the right things. I mean, he was like he got businesses to endorse him. He was had the most on people's signs. He had the biggest like posters. He was honestly, I think he and I were hustling the most. To be honest with you, yeah. Some of the other people just is like some Zoom calls and stuff, and right. I'm not I'm not knocking them, right, but right. but he yeah he and I were kind of doing a lot of uh, more yeah in the work mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like I did a couple rallies in the in the park. I did a, a firefighter fundraiser held by my campaign where we we kind of did a, not a fundraiser but like a supply drive. Mm. Um, got water bottle. We got uh, her whole like SUV full of water bottles, Gatorades, uh, protein bars mm. donated from people in the city. Mm. And then we, we dropped it off. By the way, that was like a super blessing to them. That's a side story. But mm. they, they were like, oh, we need this, you know? Mm, cool. uh, yeah. And then we did uh, one, um, what didn't turn out as well, but one for law enforcement as well. But uh, it was my campaign hosting this, you know? And I was there and and uh, I think because of COVID and just, and because of my posts, sometimes we're getting lost in the feed because I wasn't like boosting them where everyone, you know, <laughs> like it just, it, it just wasn't like sticking that well on certain things. And, um, but anyway, nonetheless, I was doing it, you know, I was like out there, I was posting it yeah, yeah. and I was making, trying to make things happen. I knocked on, you know, a, you know, a few hundred doors and, uh, and uh, anyway. You got prayed over at uh, Calvary Chapel, Chima Hills that, too. Yeah. And I know yeah. I, I got some votes for that. I know that, that helped me. I, I don't know how many, but I probably got a couple hundred from mm-hmm. that at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, I was praying for that to happen too. I was like, come on, Lord, like they're over this, like the mm-hmm. most political church ever. Like they're over here, like <laughs> they're begging people to run. And I'm like, here I am, like this is my church and I'm, and, and I'm running and I'm like, are they going to like pray for me or anything? Mm-hmm. You know, and I know he does public endorsements and I kind of was getting some resistance and I, I just prayed about it. And then again, God just took care of it. Like she, mm-hmm. she calls, you know, uh, actually my fiance, cause she knows the lady who like runs their political ministry. And, uh, She's like, yeah, like have him, you know, call me or whatever. So I call her and set it up and it just, it, yeah, God took care of that. And that was a huge blessing and just an honor to be up there mm. on the stage with all the other candidates getting prayed over. Um, but uh, yeah, I think race was a huge factor in it. Um, and again, I'm not saying racist. It's just you, they vote, you know, you sometimes people vote you. their own, you know, yeah. and um you know, I even spoke to the number one lady. She's like, yeah, I think, I think you're right. You know, cause I like congratulated her after I was like, hey, you know, great job. Like you k- killed everybody, you yeah, know? Yeah. But when I saw how low the, he, I talked to him too, the other guy, I'm like, dude, he beat me by like a thousand votes. And I was, I only beat the guy who didn't do anything. <laughs> like mm. I'm kind of glad he ran cause I would have been dead last. If he didn't. <laughs> so like, yeah, I didn't take last, you know, yeah. but, um, he, when he took, so I came in like, I came in sixth. the guy came in fifth. We, again, we were all thinking, Second or third for sure, you know. Maybe first. Honestly, there was a point where I was like, he might take first place because this guy. Because he was everywhere. You, yeah, yeah, they even did polls on like the on the Facebook Diamond Bar groups. Like, who would you guys gonna vote for? He got the most. Mm-hmm. Like, and these are real Diamond Bar voters. Like, yeah. oh Sam, Sam, Sam. You know, yeah. like, he was getting the most. Interesting. So he was like, yeah. He felt like Hillary when Donald won. <laughs> <I don't>, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> what happened? Fake polls. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, I want to recount. You know. <laughs> so it was um, when that. I think that was a big part of it, you know, and then it just exactly mirrored the demographics of the city. And I think because I even met people on the trail, like one lady, 
uh, Christian um, uh, lady loved everything I was saying. We were vibing off everything. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I voted. Oh, the vote by mail hurt me too because I was out there. That like kills like, it took off like three critical weeks of campaigning mm. where like half the people like voted already, you know? Mm. So like you're meeting them. They like you and everything. It's like, sorry, sorry I, I already, already, yeah, turned, I already it in. turned it in, you know? And um, I just gave my last dollar to the last guy. Yeah. And so I met one lady. She was like, oh, like she was Christian and we were just conservative. And she's like, yeah. And and she's like, oh, I'm like, oh, well, if you don't mind me asking, like, who'd you vote for? And she's like kind of like embarrassed, like a little bit laughed. She's like, oh, I voted like Stan Lu just. I just look for the Chinese name, you know? And I was like... <laughs> oh, she, that's yeah. cool. She told you the she truth. She told me though? straight yeah. up, yeah. And I was like, uh, dang. And I had this, like, bad feeling. I was like, how many thousands of people are doing that? Like, oh, just, yeah. just mm. like, oh, I'm going to vote for the, you know, rec- a name that feels comfortable. Or whatever, yeah, you know? or I mean, yeah. how many... Your favorite celebrity just gets up and says, like, I like this person. And you're like, well, I never read a book. I never asked no questions. But I like this celebrity. I'll just yeah, vote for whatever yeah, they vote sure, for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tito Ortiz, the UFC fighter, he, he just ran in uh, Huntington Beach City Council and won. <laughs> and I'm not saying, like, he looked like he was campaigning and doing hmm. right things, to right. his credit. But... Uh, People were like, I know that but name. But yeah, yeah. But I think he, he took first by, like, a good margin. I'm like, well, yeah, he's a celebrity. He's, like, yeah. super famous, right. you know. And so, uh, you know, that helps. But... Um, I think, so my point is though, that guy, he's actually like, um, sweet guy, awesome guy, but he's, he is, a he's, um, he came, he was like running as a Democrat, even mm. though it's a nonpartisan, he was, he had like endorsements from the, the California, not the California, the, uh, County Valley's endorsement, oh, Democrat party, like endorsed him and one other guy. Mm. And, um, they were like putting those on people's doors and stuff. So he, I'm sure he was targeting those, those people, but. I'm sure had she known that, she probably wouldn't have voted for him. But um, maybe, she, maybe, yeah, I don't think she would have. But but you know what I mean? It's, maybe she would have, though. Maybe she would have because some certain people vote race over party. I know Hispanics, that's definitely not the case because I had to meet them. And if they're, mm-hmm. some were like, well, what are you? Like, they don't care that I'm a young Hispanic guy, like, running for office. They're like... That's cool, but like, well, are you Republican or Democrat? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh. red or then, blue? Yeah. And I'm like, Republican. They're like, okay, cool. And then they vote for me. Or you know, I got a lot of that, but I also got some like, nope, nope. Oh, no, nope. Like, you know, thanks, yeah. no thanks. You know, or won't vote for you. You know, like that had that happen too. And I'm like, okay, so for them, it's not. They don't. Mm. They clearly don't care that I'm the same race. You know, mm. but um, I guess it's like if you're not informed, and that's the vast majority of the voters, like. Yeah, we're on those Facebook groups, but there's only uh, the largest one actually has a lot, but 11,000 of them. But some of those people don't even live in the city anymore or they used to live there or whatever. And yep. and they and not all 11,000 see every post. And right. whatnot. Or they just so, want to talk crap about people that they agree with. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. And so but but that's the biggest one. The other ones are a lot smaller than that. And um, so you're only reaching a certain small percentage of the people in that that are voting. Mm-hmm. And. So the most people, if they don't know, they're just going to vote on whatever, like a name, like one, the one guy below me, I'm sure got a lot of votes. <laughs> like I didn't even beat him by that much. Mm. He did zero campaigning, but I had a buddy of mine who voted for him and me. And I'm like, why, why would you vote for both of us? Like you're kind of canceling out my vote. Like only top two win. Mm-hmm. So like you could just, you could just vote for me if you're my like actual friend, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like other voters yeah. it's different, you know, like, Hey, okay. Vote for the two you want. But He's like, oh, uh, because the guy's a forensic scientist. That's what he put under his, like, name, you know? He's like, oh, forensic scientist sounded cool. 
I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many people were doing that too? Because he had like, I'm like, this guy better not beat me, you know? Because yeah. uh, I beat I beat him, but I was like, man, he got a lot more votes than anyone would think, you know? He right. he did like 1600 mm. or something like without campaigning at all. Right. So that was kind of trippy, you know? But so what was that like then after you found out that night that day? Oh, I was bummed. I was Are bummed. You? Yeah, I was pretty bummed. Yeah. Uh, I. Was I bummed? I, don't know. I think I was bummed. Yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of like... Um, uh, you ugly cried, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that bad. I, I, I was more bummed at like the performance, like how that I was like second to last. Not that I lost, because mm. I, again, I, I winning would have been the most ecstatic thing. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I won, you know? But... Um, and I, I don't think they're just saying this to me, but I, when, when I talked to pretty much all the candidates after... They all were kind of saying a similar thing. Like they thought I was going to take uh, the anywhere from second to third, maybe fourth, like the, the, that range, you know, mm-hmm. like um, not sixth, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the, the first place lady, she was like, yeah, I thought it was either going to be you, this person or that person who was going to take second. Like I knew you, like the three of you. And I think as we were kind of doing the most and just it seemed like you our campaigns were taking a little more momentum. Mm-hmm. But again, there was no like official polls or anything taken. So it was kind of hard to gauge. But um, so, you know, uh, I'm not just going to throw, oh, it was race and there's nothing I can do about it. You know, mm-hmm. like I know, I, of course, I could work harder and do different things. But I think I think uh, uh, like an opportunity for you to really get in front of people is a big big thing huge you know? yeah and yeah. and uh, when i was starting to do that i was getting votes every time and and so here's one thing i i should have done earlier but because of covid i didn't um people don't like you knocking on their door period right pre right. pre pandemic yeah. like they didn't mm-hmm. they, you know it's like oh who's there you know, that's who not to vote for yeah <laughs> <laughs> some politician guy bugging me yeah, you know yeah. but uh, so i had that mindset and that's true for most people but um and then you couple that with the uh you know, virus and, and people being, you know, nervous about that. And, uh, they definitely don't want some stranger coming up to their door and talking to them, you know? So I didn't, and I know none of us were doing it too early on as far as I'm aware, cause I, I would have caught some wind of that, but, um, it was kind of late in the game when I even started knocking on doors. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know exactly, but maybe a month out, uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I noticed I was getting like, for knocking on doors, because you're you're you're, the, at least half don't even answer. Mm-hmm. But out of the out of the fifty percent that do answer the door, if you're getting like one in four people to like, be like receptive or even say like yeah I'll vote for you or something, that's like pretty good. I was getting that. Like mm-hmm. I was getting pretty good. Like of the people that were answering, got you. Uh, about I, like I would say one in four were like, oh yeah I'll vote for you. Like mm-hmm. you know I, yeah okay cool you know. Um, I was running into a lot of, oh, I voted already, you mm. know, uh, but I was also running into a lot of, uh, oh Dang, yeah, I wish I, vo- I would have known or some, well, some people, yeah, uh. yes. A lot of that. I wish I would have known about you, man. Like, oh, I would totally would have voted for you like hundred percent. And I was also getting people who said they did vote for me already. Mm. That was building my momentum when I would hear that. I was like, oh, sweet. Like, and then I always was curious. I'm like, why? You know, and yeah. some people were like, oh, I saw you at the church. You know, I mm. voted for you. Or other people were oh, like, you know, I just, I saw you were young. I liked young. That was a big thing, you know, like a, a yeah, young person. Yeah, I think person. that's an yeah. angle big yeah. time for you. Yeah, it actually was a positive angle um, for me. And uh, so they're like, yeah, we think someone young should do it. 
um, other people are like, I liked what you were saying on your website. Like, so I voted for you or I'm going to vote for you. Like, oh, cool. You know? Mm. Um, so I was picked, but overwhelmingly Gosh. it was like, yeah, I was getting some like, no thanks or don't bug me or, um, but it was probably that hopeful like stuff that actually hurt the worst when you were like, really? Mm. Like it did. Mm. It did. Yeah. One guy was like, so like looking at me, I was like, dude, I wish I'd met you before. You're a real cool dude. Mm. <laughs> and he was like, you know, he's like a retired cop. We had like a, you would never guessed it. We had like a long beard. He looks like a ex hippie, but probably he, a SWAT. Yeah. <laughs> something or undercover or something, yeah. but he's like, his eyes are all like red, but he was a cool guy and we we're chatting mm. and like, we were like totally like vibing, vibing and hitting the same issues. They're like agreeing on everything. And, He's like, man, like I wish I knew about you. Mm. But he's like, but hey, he's like, I'll tell you what, my roommate's here. He hasn't voted. I'll tell him to vote for you. So this wasn't a wasted stop. I was like, mm. oh, cool, you know. But things like that, like I was running into, and I'm like, I should have been out here earlier, mm. despite the pandemic. Because I, I mean, I was most people. Honestly, I only had like three people, maybe five at the most, that were like bothered about the like, oh, mask. And so I had one, you know. But mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would step back, like you know, it's polite when you yeah, knock to not distance, stand right at the yeah. door anyway, right. right? Like it's just like that's intimidating, mm-hmm. or why are you so close to the door? Mm-hmm. But I would stand way back, you mm-hmm. know. And then if I noticed they had a mask or whatever, I'd put mine on. Yeah, or, sure. But I mean, I was more than six feet anyway right, away. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but I was getting those kind of uh, like I was like, man, I should have been doing this earlier because that was like I, I I even said like this is my that was my ticket actually meeting people yeah. you know i was getting way more reception than my posts sure. you, you know no matter how nice now you're just one of many faces yeah but you interact with people and it's like oh this is a different reason yeah or reason. i was getting a lot of people being like hey y'all yeah, i'm gonna vote for you you're just the only one who's come up to my door mm. the fact that you're putting in the work like they're like yeah you're hustling out that. here and like you know yeah. <laughs> walking up the hills in the heat you yeah. know and yeah. Uh, we're gonna yeah i'll vote for you like they didn't even want to hear like where i stood on anything there's like hey you're out here and hustling like you got like my that. vote you know Hard work, man. Yeah. yeah, we know sometimes when I think about like if I would have done things different or if I could have made things better, um, I have to remind myself, I'm like, you know what? God knew that I was going to make those decisions, those moves. I think sometimes we feel like like there's almost two options and two realities of what could happen in the yeah. future. Like we're like, oh, like if I would have done this, maybe I would have been here or in this place at that time. And... I'm, re- I'm reminded that God is sovereign because sometimes we think like, oh, like, let's say, for example, sometimes we think we um, miss out on something that could have happened to us. Let's say it's something bad. Let's say it's like you're driving home from work and you get off, you're getting off on, you usually get off on an exit. And then for some reason, you're like, oh, you know what? I'll, I want some donuts. And go get some donuts on the next exit. You go over there and then the usual exit you would have got off on, you find out on the news that next day, like a gas station blew up right at that time. And you're like, Oh dude, like I missed like that. That would have been me. I would have been dead. And we think like we missed something that could have happened because we don't know the future, but in God's eyes, like you were never going to be there. Yeah. You were never meant for, and I mean this with all respect, like you weren't meant to win. Yeah. But the cool thing is that because God knew that already, it's like, he didn't have plan B ready for you after you did that. God has his plan for you that you're still walking in today. Yeah. Which now it's like, okay, God, like I learned a lot from that. Where do we go now? Yeah. You know? So that's something I see in your story. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now to kind of segue, cause I know we, like we could go back and forth with Mike and you guys a lot. Like yeah. I love it. I but, know. um, 
Where you, you got time restraints? No, I just I don't like, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. It, what time is it? Is it? It's, it's like nine, nine. o'clock. Right oh, okay, now, dude. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, so we're, I don't want to be wrapping up. Wrap it up. Okay, gotcha. I could be here all night, but yeah, she's no, got I she's got you. work. So no, 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 no yeah. that, that's that's appropriate. Um, I just want to get one question out for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want your opinion on where we are at in our state, in our country mm-hmm. right now. Just kind of like your perspective of what you've seen, um, where you stand as a, even a, as a believer with this of like, dude, like, where are we at right now, you know? Politically? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's polarized pretty bad. I think the worst it's ever been. Other Explain than Explain that polarized. Um, there are two sides, and it's over here. It's North and South Pole, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like... The, the the gap between them is it's very far um other than like civil war times uh it's never been something like this before mm. and unfortunately even i mean this sounds bad but back then at least it was like a geographical difference right like oh you're in the north or south you know uh and now it's it's every state has that mm. like yeah there's some states that are like california way more blue or other states that are way more red, but even within one state, I mean, you can watch it when you're they watching hate each other. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you're gonna have Trumps just for Trump and Biden, right? But you're gonna have Trump, and then you're gonna have Biden people all within one state that are, you know, maybe different counties, and even within one county, everything, you know, yeah. it's a, since it's a political divide, it's and it's not by region or by anything that you can kind of just easily separate, you know, mm. and like make better or. <laughs> or even a uh, like a civil war wouldn't even be as smooth. Not that war is smooth, but you know what I mean. Like okay, the north and south, like we're uh, this side or the versus this side. Like no, it's it's literally all intertwined. So why do you think we're like that? Because like I think sometimes we, my bubble that I'm in, I'm like thinking like, well, it's like the Christians versus the world, but in reality, it's like Republicans versus Democrats. Yeah, is what you're talking about. So yeah, that's, and not all Republicans are Christian. No, absolutely not. Yeah, no. So uh, why do you think that is? Just you know, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I well, there's definitely a spiritual dynamic mm. dynamic to it, hundred um, percent. You know, there's people, and you know, you can even are, I guess, only Trump and God know, but. Um, you can even argue whether Trump is saved or not saved. I, I believe he's had a huge, um, that God and the Holy Spirit have revealed themselves and touched him in a way that I'm sure has never happened in his entire mm-hmm. life, just by being running for president and being the president. You that know? much people praying for you. Uh, that much people praying for your mm-hmm. prayers, powerful, and, and, and just praying for you and that much hate against you and all that, right? Um, and you can see it in his demeanor, uh, and the things he says and the way he says it, that he's different than just when he was just a billionaire, you know, having a show. Yeah. Even when he just first started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, so that being said, I I think that a lot of people have like, you could be a Republican who you're not Christian at all. You don't even say you're Christian, but you, you like the values or you respect it, you know, mm. or call yourself uh, old school. Or yeah. Something. Or old school. Yeah. yeah. Or something, you know, or like a Jordan Peterson. He's like a, you know, genius mm. psychologist guy. Right. And I'm sure you guys know him and he, yeah. he's not Christian, but like, he'll make like, he'll make the most intelligent, like Christian defense argument, mm. you know? And, um, and you're like, okay, but he's not a believer. Like, I don't know. I think he's atheist or something, but he's... He, he doesn't uh, mention, but he's... Yeah, he's said he's not a believer. Right. right. And, um, but he... 
but he's not like a Bill Maher who like goes after like mm, you know believers in, or yeah or mm. you know he's at least fair he goes after like all religions but mm. you know um so i think that's one aspect of it you know so it is it is in a way christian not christian but it's mm. not just that because you have people who are like yeah i'm not christian or i don't practice it or then the ones who yeah i'm christian but they don't live their life like it at mm. all like i don't mean they sin here and there we all do but like there, you would never tell right, that they're a right. Christian, but they're going to vote for like the person who's like defending religious liberties and the person yeah. who's doing all that. Right. Um, and uh, so there's, there's that whole aspect of it. And then there's just the side of like, it has nothing to do with, like you were saying, nothing to do with Christianity at all. Just what some people consider common sense. Like, Hey, no, like don't tax all our money and, and create socialism. And mm. I, I work hard. Like I want to keep my money and I want to have, guns and you know like and it has nothing to do with christian or not but they're just like uh no i align with this party and and so there's so many things where and then you have people who are becoming more and more uh one issue voters so race that's it that's all they care about so if republicans are racist or donald trump's racist then they're gonna vote democrat and that's it or oh i only vote off of because i'm gay i'm gonna vote for the party that's pro gay pro gay mm -hmm. yeah. so mm -hmm. i'm democrat i don't care anything else about anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's harmful when you think too black and white like that, because, um, now you take someone like me. Now I happen to align like 90 something percent with the Republican party, mm -hmm. especially nowadays. But like, you know, there's, but that's not always the case for a lot of people. And for example, there's gay conservatives, right? Hmm. People yeah. don't know that, but I actually know a few Milo personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Milo, I don't cute. know him He's personally, crazy. but yeah, Milo is a great <laughs> example. Yeah. But uh, I had a former coworker, he, flamboyantly gay, um, and he was in. But he was like all for Trump and conservative. Uh, don't take my money, <laughs> like I'll work hard for it. And and he would always get like weird looks, and and I was like, dude, props to you, man. Like yeah. like like he was bold about it too, you know. Like he took that boldness that gay people can have when they're like loud about their you know uh, sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. He took that same approach with his like everything else in politics like you know he was like in people's faces about it and um and he almost had a more powerful way because the fact that he's gay people kind of were like didn't want to come at him that. too you hard throw that at him yeah too, you know? and, they, and they also didn't you know they wanted to be careful to not like you know so when they would argue with him they were a little more like respectful <laughs> and they would be like to me you know but yeah. um but he would just like guns blazing, just be like, yeah, no, like that, that's re like socialism's like horrible. Like look yeah. what it does. Like he just boom, boom, boom. And just like he, you know, yeah, and he knows it. Yeah. yeah. And he knows his stuff and he would just like, yeah. you know, and, um, but, uh, so there's people like that. And I respected that because he's able to like use his brain and be like, you sure. know what? Yeah. Like he's able to look at everything. Like, well, yeah. Okay. Just because I'm gay, does that mean I have to vote with the party that whatever is pro like right. is that the only thing that defines me yeah, you like, know like, like the black people that didn't vote for barack obama they're like no dude i don't, I don't agree with what he's saying but the whole world's like how could you not right you know? or like, when women don't vote for hillary yeah. it's, like, oh, like, oh, it's a woman president yeah, like, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. so you want the wicked witch from the west to be the president because <laughs> she's a woman you know like like it matters what woman we have you know like uh i, I actually just called out a girl i i used to work on a campaign with uh she posted well, it bugged me for a few reasons because it's not been declared yet. But, you know, like first female vice president, right, woman. And then like and like put like this like big old little shrine with Kamala Harris. And she posted it on Instagram on the her story. And I just replied like, um, 
I don't know. I said like, did you go to the dark side or so, something? I I made like a little comment, you know. But uh, I was like, oh no, not you too, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I, then I was respectful too. I was like, don't you think it matters though? Oh, then she replied back, which I'm glad she did because I wanted I didn't want it just to be mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm throwing a dig a jab, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. So she was like, oh, but isn't that great? Like we have a female, you know. And I'm like, I I get that. Like that is cool. But don't you think it matters like who the person is, you know, mm-hmm. like than just the fact that she's a female yeah, like you know their yeah because i was like yeah. I, I would that, that's cool like i'd be all for having a female mm-hmm. vp but uh you know and then she was like yeah that's a good point you know like mm-hmm. you know but she just got caught up in like the whole yeah, oh female sure. v-. and i know like her political leaning isn't even left you know yeah. uh i worked with her on a for a republican yeah. you know and i was like <laughs> and uh, that was kind of um my point is that some people just vote like oh i'm a woman i'm gonna vote for the party that's Pro woman, or I'm gonna vote, you know, and then of course you can unravel that too. Like you go down to the bottom of it, they're not more pro women, mm-hmm. you know, they're more pro left women. Not, you know, what I mean, if you're yeah. a conservative woman, they, they'll eat you alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you would think like they do, and they're a woman, then yeah, they're. But in a lot of things that are based off lies too, like oh, there's a gender wage gap. No, there's not. There's a, there's a there's a yeah. The women get paid less on the dollar. Look, look, this look, look, like there's, and it's like, well, do you really think there's some guy in HR, who's like, man, woman, same job, right? We're both you're both VPs of the company. You're getting a hundred grand because you're a man. And you're getting fifty grand because you're like, no, that's not how. It, like for one, that's super illegal. But two, it's yeah. that's not how that's happening. It's right. it's um. And this sounds bad. They get upset. Usually, it's where I lose everybody. But it's a they choose to make less money. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Why would anybody right. choose? It? Well, yeah, they choose to either have a kid, get married, take time off work, not promote, you know, not do the you know, ten day overtime straight, and you know, and that, yeah, that the, drive, the driving forces are different between men. Yeah, and men. So absolutely. Does it make statistics one... look skewed? Then sorry, sorry. Oh, no, no absolutely. And then other things that people don't consider when they just hear those. It's all actually called yeah. like a false statistic. Is yeah. is what fields are they getting into? So yeah, you, and if, if any of our listeners are curious about that subject, uh, Jordan Peterson kills yeah. it on that. Subject. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and not that I'm pointing anybody towards him theologically by any means, but just when it comes to like the discussion mm. about gender wage gap and stuff, it like just data driven yeah, uh, decisions. Just, just ki- yeah, kills that. Anybody with two cents, listen to it, and you'll be like, oh. But the dang. thing is, it's this lie that's believed by half the country For because sure. it's is that true it's that repeated. men on mm. get paid more on the average well yeah but you don't just stop there right. why is that right another thing is what jobs are they choosing women right. overwhelmingly choose social work jobs which pay a lot less than other type of work they choose to be teachers yeah even more so they choose to be kindergarten preschool right. teachers which pay the least right you know Brazilians so, are killing it in UFC not because people like Brazilians better, you know. What I yeah, mean? yeah. Killing it because of a lot of reasons why people from that country do amazing in the UFC. Yeah, right? why so, are there so many Brazilian yeah. jiu-jitsu champions? Yeah. It's like, well, how come how come jiu-jitsu people like Brazilians better? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like no, they, they don't. Yeah, exactly. Right, and that's so, kind of yeah. a mindset, but right. that's just one issue. But like they, so they they run on these false narratives right, right, right. that is just believed and pushed, of course, by the media mm-hmm. and everyone. Just you know. Um, the, anyone in the elite status knows that it's not true. They, right. they willingly fool people, but your average person, wow. yeah, which is more sadistic, but the average person, they just believe it on its face value. Like, sure. Oh, you know, that's horrible. And many of the left, they're, they're going down that road with good intentions, you know? Mm. Well, I don't want to be bigoted. I don't want to be sure. against women making less money. I don't want to be. And then they're like, well, it's a no brainer. I got to be a Democrat, you know? 
and and then it's like well most of those things are not true that you're that you're that they're telling right. you and then you know and then there's the whole like what i was saying earlier you shouldn't just be a one kind of vote person you know right. um but i think those are some of the things and then what i mentioned way earlier about the religion it being like a religion to them as i think why it's so divided mm. because a conservative hey trump wins or loses whatever happens in this next couple of weeks of it being litigated, uh, I'm going to work the next day. I'm going to be, yeah. you know, uh, still getting married. I'm going to be living my life. I'm mm-hmm. still going to be going to church and trying to do what, what God's called me to do. And my life's going to go on. Uh, and I'm not going to go burn anything. And, and not just me, but 90 something percent of the conservatives, we're not going to go loot and burn. And we might protest with like peacefully, like we're allowed to in the constitution, but we're not going to do anything else like that. Right. And then mm. once it's over, like, we're going to go home. The other side, not so much, right? Like, they, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, they're going to burn, lose. It's like the end of the world to them if mm-hmm. they lose an election. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Where one side Emotionally is, invested. Yeah. Mm. It's like you killed their Messiah kind of thing. Like Passion, they're, yeah, they're passionately com- yeah, invested. Yeah, yeah, they're coming after you, you know? Mm. Uh, where a conservative is like, yeah, politics is great, but... I got a job. Like I got, yeah. I got to like yeah. feed my kids and you know what I mean? Like I can't I gotta, wait to get married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and just, they, they have their lives that, and their God, you know, you know, most right. likely Jesus, but that they, that's like their life, you know, mm. and politics is just a means to make their life better, but it's not, they're all in all, you it's know? Not their, yeah. Their religion, their, their moral compass. Right. right. And I mm. think the left overwhelmingly, they get that from, that the, is, from the, yeah. from the government. The government is their God. the, Politics is their religion. The government's their god, and whoever the face of that is 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 their like leader, you know. And mm. they look for them for moral guidance. They look for them for you know economic help. They look for for, and that's what they want, right? The elites want that you to become completely dependent upon them. Um, part that's a whole other thing with the whole <laughs> shutdowns right now and all that. But do, yeah, do you have any perceptions on like what might happen this next just year with the do you have any ideas like, dang, like I really see this coming? Or are you kind of just like, I don't know, dude, like we'll, we'll find out. Well, it, it, I think that's hugely contingent on whether this, the fraud that's being found is enough to where it can overturn the election. And then if Trump stays in office or not, um, either way, the word of God has to come true. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're seeing so much of that happening right now on our, and I'm not a prophet. I'm not saying it's the end times right now. I think we're getting darn close to it. I mm-hmm. think that, it'll happen in our lifetimes, but that's just my thoughts, you know, but I think that, um, yeah, um, if we keep going down this road with Biden being elected and really Kamala being the president, uh, it, we're going to be, we're going to be, uh, seeing some unprecedented things happening. I think, uh, our rights are going to get faded away. I mean, look at, we have a pandemic, which I know people have died and stuff, but it has a 99% recovery rate, you know, young people overwhelmingly either haven't, don't know they have it or they get it and they're fine within like a next day, you know, and they're going to all these extreme measures in the name of the virus. And it's been totally politicized to control people, get you socially um, obedient to do whatever they say to do, you know, Uh, and, and you'll see it. Not only are people doing it, but they shame people who aren't. You know, Um, and they're doing the bidding of the government for free, you know, like, Mm. uh, you know, like they'll call on you, they'll rat you out, they'll, and you'll see it and it's already happening, but you'll see it more and more neighbors ratting each other out, family members turning each other in. Uh, I think we're going to go to a 
fascist type government, you know, uh, first thing they're going after is religious freedom. Mm. Churches, you see it now. I mean, he's knew some. Gov- so many churches are closed because of the pandemic the mandates yeah. and all that. Right, mm. and and they're list- they're forgetting God and what He's commanded. They're forgetting what the Constitution, both protect that completely. Right. Like God says, don't you know? Uh, what's the scripture? Sorry. The gathering of the, yeah, bre- the yeah, don't forsake yeah. the gathering of believers, yeah, and yeah. then you know the Constitution has the right to freedom of assembly. It never has a clause in there. Oh, if COVID nineteen happens, then you can't. You know, or if there's a pen, you know, there's no clause in there saying the government can take this away. It's a it's a, an inalienable right given by God is people what it can says. Come together that people can come together. You could practice your religious freedoms. So they can only take away what we let them take away. And fortunately, churches are being are falling in that. Uh, local leaders and so on are, are falling victim to that. Just, Oh, I'm going to, oh, well, just give it up, you know? And once you give it up, it's, you're not getting it back, you know? Um, so I think that's coming. You'll see our guns starting to get taken away. You'll see businesses getting shut down to where the only businesses left are going to be these big mega Walmarts, Amazon, the big ones who are all in lockstep with the government, big tech controlling, watching everything you do. Not to be corny, but it's gonna be like a Big Brother type of situation mm-hmm. from George Orwell's uh, 1984, right. and we're gonna—that's gonna be the reality. I mean, you see it now. I mean, with the spying and you know the Alexa thing, admitting that yeah, oh yeah, we were spying on everybody, you know. And um, uh, there's just a lot going on, and I think it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse. And hopefully, God pulls us out at some point before we get it gets too bad. But you know, as believers, mm-hmm. you know, we gotta have faith and. Yeah, I mean, I told, like I've been praying. My prayer, right, my prayer right now is what you were saying for during my campaign, and now that I lost, you know, like God, your will, you know, you want me to win, I'm gonna win. You don't want me to win, I'm gonna lose. Mm. Um, and it's not my time, but and also for President Trump and the country, like you know, it, your will, like you're still on the throne, whether who's in the Oval Office, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, so not, but you don't make that as a passive statement. You just make that as oh, a not at statement all. of yeah, faith. Because you're standing, you're standing for what you believe. Oh, in. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'll go down fighting. But it's uh I'm with you. Yeah, yeah you. but it's no, I, exactly. I reject that that way no, of thinking. I caught absolutely. that so yeah. I, yeah, that's yeah. why I just said um, that. but because I think we're still called to do a job and do because we need to absolutely. win over as many souls and we need to stand in the gap. And when the, mm-hmm. the darkness gets darker, we need to get brighter, right? So I think uh that's gonna happen too. That's the positive side of it, right? Mm-hmm. The way the world keeps getting darker our lights are just going to keep shining brighter and they should. So then it will, if it, God's going to raise up people. So, you know, hopefully we all want to be that. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, I hope it gets, it gets pushed back. Though. Yeah, I have faith right, that if our right. people humble themselves and pray and that, you know, and yeah, yeah. not that Trump's our savior, but that Trump right now has been doing so much good for the country that if he could come in and have four more years and we can push back this, this what's going on, you know, then I think we can slow that down. Um, you can even see, You've seen it before. I mean, we the '60s probably looked like the end of the world. The people, everyone, love orgies and people doing mm. drugs everywhere, and young people going crazy. And then, but then in the '80s, boom! Like it turned around a big uh, Christian conservative mm-hmm. flip. You know, yep. like culturally, like yeah. a social movement across the country. You For know, sure. so I, it could happen again. You know, but mm. um, and that's Pastor Jack's call uh, in Calvary Chapel, and I'm kind of answering the call. Uh, I'm have, trying to have faith with him as as my pastor and as a leader and as a man of God to be like, uh, okay, you know, because I kind of want to tuck tail and run to Texas and be like, have mm. the last slice of America before it's gone, you know. But mm. uh, you yeah. know, if I'm called to be in California, 
Because whatever happens is going to happen first in California and New York. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, whatever of those right. things I'm saying. Like, that's right. where it's going to happen first. Yeah. Right. Yep. But how awesome it is for you to have gone through what you went through. So whether you run again or not, like, you are equipped to preach the word of God to people, to tell your friends, your family members, to look at Jesus. You know, Trump isn't the savior. But at right. the same time, we're going to f- go fighting, you know? And, like... To me, it just brings an important... As he's saying all this stuff, it can seem kind of like, dude, we're going to die, dude. <laughs> like, this is hopeless almost. <laughs> but as you're saying that, like, I know that, like you're saying, God is on the throne. God's on the throne, yeah. no matter... And that's what we always got to remember. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I am not, if you haven't picked this up, I'm not an anxious person. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really not. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if you picked that up or not. But I'm, sometimes I'm, I should be nervous for things, and mm-hmm. I'm not, like... <laughs> big exam tomorrow i haven't studied at all why am i not nervous you know sorry but and um and i'm just like ah you know and i kind of like i've good and bad i think it could be a bad thing too but like i wing things sometimes but um or even like i don't get like even when i was proposing i didn't get nervous until like moments before like not even the day of you know like slight nerves but not like everyone's Mm -hmm. like bro you like how are you feeling? I'm like, no, I'm fine. You know? Mm. And uh, I don't know what, what that is. And I, I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's a blessing because I'm, I'm able to be sure. walk mm. calmly in, in, in things, but um, I usually don't get it until the moment of, but when this election was going down and, you know, I, because take away coronavirus, I think Trump would have won huge, just mm. being honest, uh, huge. They had nothing on him. The economy was great. Everything was going great for the country other than people calling him a racist, which they've been trying for four years. Impeachment failed. They weren't even campaigning on that, by the way, because they realized that was a mistake. Um, I was like, he was going to win big. But they blamed him for coronavirus. Like, that was everything they've been... All, that's all they were hitting him with. Mm-hmm. So, fraud or not, I think he still would have won, like, mm-hmm. big. Um, and then when that when he wasn't, and I'm seeing everything going on, and then I'm seeing them, like, acting like Biden's won yet, and it hasn't even been official yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was really, for a few days there, just... Yeah, at work, mm. a couple guys like, dude, you all right? Like, I was mm. I was zoning out. Mm. I kind of just, I, I was even, like, kind of, like, shaking at a couple of points. And um, I prayed a few times, and then I just had this, like, worship session at home. Uh, and God kind of just took it from me. I was, like, mm. just, uh, I haven't worshiped like that in a while. And uh, he really touched, the Holy Spirit, like, completely touched me. I just felt like this, like, uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, God, like, you're on the throne no matter who, whatever pawn is in the office, whether they're evil or they're good, like in the Bible, he's raised up good kings, bad kings, you know, yeah. um, and uh, he ordains the time and places man shall live, you know, and we're in this one, and I, whatever happens, happens, but, I, you know, his word is going to come true. We have to stay true to him. He'll stay true to us, and if it gets dark, then, you know what, Lord, then sh- let him chop my head off. Like, that's yeah. the worst that could happen, right? And then I'm with you, you know? Mm. Um, so, it's almost, I'm almost going to start trying to live a little fearless in a way, you know, mm. I'm going to try in mm. a, you know, not, not reckless, but fearless, you know, I'm going to be just, you know, whatever, like, uh, you know, I'm thinking about maybe joining law enforcement or something, you know, and there's that fear, like, what if I get shot or this, you know, it's like, well, mm. you know, if, yeah. if I die, that's my gain, you know, mm. I know I got to be, I'm going to have a family and stuff to, you know, but I mean, God's got me no yeah. matter, you know, I can't live in fear with with anything, whether it's my physical life or, uh, you know, how, you know what I mean? Like my day to day, like it's going to be 
we're, 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 we have a God who's transcendent, you know, mm-hmm. above, of, above all this. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're going to have their judgment and, right. you know what I mean? I'd rather be us than them, you know? Yeah. You know, one of the things, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go too lengthy on it, but, you know, one of the things that God's always shown me is, you know, sometimes we look at somebody doing something effective and we think, dang, that is effective. I need to get on board with that. But all that, all that you're looking at is a person responding to what God made them to do. So what people really need to do is instead of asking like where they can look and see what the best thing for us all to do is, is to line themselves up where they know the voice of God in their own life. And they could be the most impactful person that God intended for them to be. Amen, yeah. And if Christians would do that, we would all find where we're supposed to be and we could do amazing things in this world, you know? And that's what's encouraging about your story, bro, is to see, yeah. like, you know, like God putting in you, like, something that's different. Like, oh, like, to me, I see, like, a, I see, like, a flower, a color I'd never seen. That's what I see. Like, mm. I'm like, like, oh, like, what's God doing over there, you know? Like, mm. that's kind of dope. And I've always felt like that. Like, whenever, when the first time I heard Jack Hibbs teaching, I'm like, look at that. Like, look what God made that man to do, you mm-hmm. know? What a trip, you know? Oh, like, yeah. And, uh, and that's the way I feel about everybody's calling. You know, like it, the most impressive things I've ever seen in like in a man that God's working through is just a man who's more surrendered to what God's doing in his life. He's more surrendered. Right. That's all that's all I'm looking for. That's all um that's all I'm left on this earth for to do now is to, you know, to with every opportunity God gives me to, to point men to be more what God made them to be. You know, I don't I'm not trying to mold anybody into anything because I can't stand to see you know, a bird, you know, trying to do the work of a bear or a bear trying to do the work of a bird, you know? And I'm more scared of that in some ways. And it's weird. It's like a, it's like a fear of success. Like a, uh, I, I, I'm more scared to like just totally submit to God and give it all to him because like what will happen? Mm. And I know it won't be bad because I believe that, you know, but I'm like, what would it look like? And all the yeah. uncertainty of it yeah. and just like, almost like it's too good to be true yeah. or God can just take me wherever. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and that I'm more scared of that than like, <laughs> you know, anything bad that'll happen. But yeah. I, and I know I need to get over that and be yeah, like, just lay, down. lay it all down. You know? there's, one, there's one, see, cause there's a lot of uncertainties, but that's not an uncertainty. That's a, that's right. a, that's a confession of how scary it is, right. but it's not an uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. What is the certainty that you do need to lay that down? Yeah. Like, God's plan or nothing like, Right. You know, like, yeah. No. I'm, I'm <laughs> but it is scary. Yeah. Right? No, right. it is. Yeah. I feel it. I'm not. I'm not exempt from it. I'm like, you know. But uh, you know, it shouldn't it's, be. It, it shouldn't be. Yeah. That well, should it's be what the, we need to do. That's the only certain thing. Yeah. Actually. It's yeah. the only certain <laughs> thing. Yeah. 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 Awesome. There's, 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 a, there's a quote. Yeah. We're gonna wrap this up. There's a quote from D.L. Moody that said, "The world has yet to see what God can do with a man who is fully submitted unto Him." And Tommy, you might be that man. So. The call is hard, and the call is a crazy road ahead of you. So we definitely want to pray for you. Do you have anything in, in, in mind, actually? We're going to pray for you right now, um, that you would specifically, you know, we're going to pray about some of the things we talked about, but that you would really hope we, like, keep praying for you on for? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, number one, obviously, I'm getting married in April, mm. just a few months away. Um Pray I stop eating so much. I want to lose a lot of weight. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a joke, but not really. Like uh-huh. I, I want to lose a lot of weight for the wedding. Um, and uh, 
obviously everything that goes into that, right? Um, and I know you know because you're going through it as well. But the, um, I think next would just be direction and where do we live? Do I stay in Diamond Bar? You know, do I run again in Diamond mm-hmm. Bar? And and where? Not that I have to have it all figured out because God doesn't want us to know everything, right? But uh, just direction. I don't want to make. And he'll bless me wherever I go, right? But I want to make sure I'm doing his perfect will. So I don't want to take off mm, to, you yeah. know, Africa for two years and realize like God's like, that's not what I had for you. You had to learn some hard lessons because yep. you made your, you know what I mean? Like, yep. so for me to go where he wants me to go, that's stay in Diamond Bar or if it's to move out of state or if it's to move just to Walnut, you know, right next, wherever, right? Like just because that's going to affect where I run for office, yep. mm. where, how how soon and all of that, right? And so it, it it really will affect a lot in finances and just mm-hmm. just practically all yeah. that goes into where we're going to be. So really just mm-hmm. direction on, uh, you know, going into a marriage and then where we're going to live and and, yeah. and, and what, how that's going to affect our lives and, and my political career direction. Yeah. You got it. And, uh, and percentages, you know, how much of, how much of Christ is in you? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I know I, I'm not trying to beat a point home, but you know, in my life, I could look back and see that I was doing the right thing sometimes, mm-hmm. but I didn't have as much of Christ in me that I needed to. And I could see other times that I was like, I didn't even know, but I was so surrendered to the Lord that all this crazy stuff was just happening. You know? Yeah. And so, how you know, it, it, let it be that, that Tommy has so so much of the Lord in him that wherever he places his foot, yeah, that's, no, that's God's plan. You know. Yeah. No, I need to get there. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Let's pray, Tommy. Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to get to know Tommy Arona. I pray, Father, that you would continue to anoint him, Father, continue to have your Holy Spirit just poured into him, Lord God. As you've led this conversation, Father, you brought to light the importance of Christ in Tommy. I pray, Father, that that truth would just ring in his head, in his mind, his heart, after he leaves here, Lord. And that he would remember how effective he can be, Father, when you are living through him, Father. I pray, Father, that he would know when he's in your will, Father, that you would give him discernment when he's stepping away from it. I pray, Father, that when the enemy tries to attack him, Lord God, in where he's at in life, Father, I pray, Father, that you would remind him that your grace is covering him. I pray, Father, for his marriage coming up. I pray, Father, just that you would fill it with joy, Lord. When the stressful times come, Father, I pray, Father, that you would bring peace in his mind and his heart. I pray, Father, that you would just use Tommy and his fiance, Father, as a power couple yes. in their community, in their church. Father, that they would be able to pour into other people, Lord God. I pray, Father, for... Uh, Lord God, just preparation, even physically, Lord God. Prepare Tommy, Father. I pray for direction in his life, that you would continue to give him, Father, just um, those daily steps, Father. May he look at where you've placed him today, Father, and not become anxious about it, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that you've given him a spirit of peace. I pray that 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 would continue. Lord God, and continue just to direct his finances. I pray, Father, just that if the enemy tries to come and, and attack, Lord God, that you would send your angels before him, Father. Yes. And Lord God, we just thank you again for uh, his being here as a as a friend of the Lord. I pray that you continue to just to use him mightily, 
whether he's going to go run for the president one day, Lord God, I pray, Father, you would just give him the power of Christ. So we love you, Father. We praise you. We thank you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Cool, cool. All right, that's a wrap. (laughs)